Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 36. Glad to have you here. We are excited to see where we go from last adventure, which was epically, chaotically crazy. Uh, we are coming to you live at twitch.tv slash Inglorious Bards. We're also available on our YouTube channel if you want to catch the previous videos, as well as every podcast platform out there. And don't forget to drop by our Discord channel. You can find all the details about that and join the community at ingloriousbards.com. Uh, let's do a quick shout out to one of our patrons, Jonathan Cummings. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we certainly appreciate you and everyone else uh, supporting us on Patreon and Twitch as well. And um, we hope uh, you enjoy the all the extra content we provide for you folks. And let's not wait any longer. Without further ado, let's get a recap of what happened during our last adventure. Oh my gosh, was it a big one? When we started, we were in the middle of the center spire, just coming out of a saw blades and undead pirates uh, battle. But it didn't stop there. We were able to descend further down the tower using the elevator and found a room full of treasures kind of there were i mean somewhere seemed like good treasures there were some berries there were some potions <clears throat> excuse me some other things but what we found was when we left certain ones there and picked up some others it actually opened another stairway going down so we were able to walk down further into the tower to find a beautiful sleeping chambers which had uh, a pendant in there with an R and with this password of Rocage opened up to see that there was a woman, uh, a picture of a woman inside. And we believed it was it was Captain Rocage's uh, charm, his pendant that kept him alive. In uh, so believing, even though while we searched the rest of the room, Palik took a, dabber, a dagger and stabbed and destroyed the pendant. And our fears were suddenly realized as the ocean started attacking us within the spire and we could see the night skull right outside. Uh, we made our way uh, back up and out of the tower barely as there was just tons of water pouring in after us. And when we got up there, Captain Jagged was there with the night skull and called all of us to come back onto his ship and face him. Heroes to pirates and he wanted us to die and be put become part of his crew. We obliged, we jumped onto his ship, and we started fighting. And we fought, and we fought, and we fought. We were able to save just a couple of people from the old taint, which was already sinking off the shore, or not far from us, near another spire. And uh, we fought to the last man. Yaru got beaten and battered and knocked down a couple of times. So did Piercy, coming back up and down. And finally, when it all came to it, uh, Sildren came through with some final blasts, and and Brenros was dead and dying, and Xander was near dying. It was horrible, but Jagged fell. And in doing so, the Night Skull exploded and sent everyone out into the water. Only because of Sildren's quick thinking and flipper feet were we able to actually catch each other and get ourselves back up into the dinghy, where we managed to pull ourselves together, and that's where we were. So most of us are, no, most of us are nearly dead. Some of us are just barely alive, even with our two uh, extra crewmates from the taint. That's where we left off, alive and gasping. So let's see where we go from here. Let the adventure begin.
The eight survivors of the Battle of the Spires huddled together in the small dinghy. Six badly wounded heroes, the Minotaur Cabal and the old woman Fiel, watched the debris of the Black Nightmare ship sink beneath the sea. The druid Sildren shakes his transformed finned feet back into the shape of boots. He is wet and exhausted. Everyone alive and counted for? Accounted for? Yes. Alive. Just barely. That battle was so crazy! Let's row over to that spire and catch our breath, uh, the one with the treasures. Before Yaru gets to the oars, the water where the black ship once rested churns. A large whirlpool begins to form, pulling the heroes in their dinghy into its churning water. We're not out of this yet. Hold on to something! We're going in! The dinghy swirls around the growing maelstrom and is pulled into the swirling water. Yaru does his best with the oars to keep the dinghy upright while everyone else holds on to one another. The horizon and spires disappear from view as the little craft is sucked into the swirling depths. Ah! Far from the five spires, another ocean stirs, surrounded by dark clouds. Launching out of the water several feet like a torpedo, the dinghy with eight survivors sails out of the water before splashing back down. It hits the water with a thud, almost knocking some of the heroes out of the craft. The boat floats quietly on the sea in the calm center of a storm. Uh, we're alive, everyone. Uh, we're alive, uh, but they're how we gotten ourselves too. If I'm not mistaken, this is the very location of the Maelstrom that took us to the Five Spires to begin with. The storm around here doesn't look as bad as it did before. I see rain, some choppy seas, but no lightning, no giant waves. It's not too bad. We're adrift on the ocean in a tiny little boat. This is pretty bad. Then no time like the present to make our way east and hopefully find sure. Agreed. Yaru gets to work rowing the crowded dinghy in an easterly direction. With no land in sight, everyone knows it will be a long journey. Several days have passed. Everyone on the dinghy is worn out and tired. A light snow drifts down from above. A water skin of magically purified water is passed around. Sildren waves one hand over the other, and hard bread forms into existence. Are the gods not more of your magical bread? It tastes like nothing. It tastes worse than nothing. Better this bread I, that I can conjure than starvation, friend. This bread tastes like the inside of my boots. Yaru, switch with me. I'll take a turn at the oars. Oh, gladly. It tastes like old socks that have been, been in Pierce's cheeks for a week! Hey, now! We have to find an island soon! We've been out here for days! It tastes like the leather padding inside Brenros's armor! A, a very vivid description, Palik, but you're not helping the mood. Uh, hey, everyone. Um, I have an idea to uh, lighten our spirits. 
Why don't we sing a, a, a Yanti tune? This isn't the best place for a song, Piercy. Oh, sure it is. Uh, uh, we can all sing a sea chanty. A what? A sea chanty. A, a chanty of the sea. Uh, uh, what? Come on, my friends. Uh, it to be a fun time. Uh, I tell you what. I get uh, started and uh, the rest of you join in. All right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, what will we do with an undead sailor? What will we do with an undead sailor? What will we do with an undead sailor? Send him to the sea for... Hey, 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 and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Send him to the sea floor. Shave his skelly with a rusty razor. Shave his skelly with a rusty razor. Shave his skelly with a rusty razor. Send him to the sea floor. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way. Send him to the sea floor. Put him in the bed with the cleric's daughter. Put him in the bed with the cleric's daughter. Put him in the bed with the cleric's daughter. Send him to the sea floor. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, hey, and up she rises. Way, and up she rises. Send him to the sea floor. Hit him with a fist and put him in a chocolate. Hit him with a fist and put him in a chocolate. Hit him with a fist and put him in a chocolate. Send him to the sea floor. Hey. Way, hey, the night skull rises. Way, the night skull rises. Way, the night skull rises. Send her to the sea floor. Burn him with my hands till he's on fire. Burn him with my hands till he's on fire. Burn him with my hands till he's on fire. Send him to the sea floor. Hey, hey, the night skull rises. Way, hey, skull rises. Way, hey, rises. Send her to the sea floor. That's what we do with an undead sailor. That's what we do with an undead sailor. That's what we do with an undead sailor. Send him to the sea floor. Way, hey, the night skull rises. Way, hey, the night skull rises. Way, hey, the night skull rises. Send her to the sea floor. Hey, you job, everyone. That was fun, yeah? Uh, you're saying right. See, now everyone's spirits are a little lifted, yeah? It tastes like the left side, a Captain Jagged zombie asshole. The dinghy rose on and on across the shimmering sea. Hours turn into days. As snow falls all around them, Sildren lowers his hand into the cold ocean. It's hard to know where we are. All I've seen for days has been snow and the sea. I fear we might be lost. In the distance, Barely visible through the snow, two whales blast water from their blowholes. The whales dip down and raise their wide tails into the air. Sildren smiles and points to the whales. Follow our new friends, Yaru, as long as you can. They know the way to land. Endless hours passed following the whales before the beautiful creatures finally dove deep beneath the water. 
The snow is heavy now and gathers on the dinghy and the cloaks of the huddled heroes. They sit close together, sharing warmth and refusing to let Xanar warm them with his burning hands. Come on! The little gnome sorcerer takes comfort in the bosom of Palik, both of them shivering. The only things in sight are gray sea and endless snow. The only sound is the splashing of Yaru's oars in the cold water. Until one day... Land ho! Land ho! Peering through the snow, Sildren sees a small island in the distance. No, a huge island in the distance. He's right. We've made it. <laughs> Yay! Yes, yes, but... But made it to where? Anywhere with solid earth is better than freezing to death in this dinghy. The eight survivors finally bring their little craft to the shore of the large island, blanketed in snow. Piercy wastes no time deploying his magical explorer's yurt. This medium-sized tent is much bigger on the inside, has bedrolls for ten people, a fire pit, and enough food and water to last as long as needed. Inside the yurt, everyone rests for two days, replenishing their energy, scouting some of the island, and planning their next move. Though still cut off from the rest of the world, the survivors of the Five Spires are at last dry and warm, though far from safe. In that time, you guys have recovered two wounded, up to two wounded levels to each of you. It's been more than that in days, but due to the rough seas, the uncomfortable conditions, and the cold weather, you only uh, got two days of, of decent rest. You're at full health and two wounded levels down. Also of note, everyone, our heroes have gotten a little bit stronger with their levels as well. So they're excited to see what comes of this. So you guys are on this island. It is a rocky crag. It's got trees and some shrubs that are, are unseasonably trying to deal with the snow. The snow is blanketed everywhere except one warm spot uh, that is this magical year that kind of just stands out right now. Uh, it's like, you know, those those weed growing operations you see in the houses where it's like the snow is melted in one spot. That's what you see here. And uh, everyone is, uh, you guys are going out, you're, you're scouting around from time to time, you're maybe foraging for something better to eat than generic bland food that the yurt might provide. Um, and you've just been kind of gathering yourselves from the crazy uh, battle at the Five Spires. I've been thinking. Uh, if I didn't die, I opened a yurt on the dinghy. You can't! Uh, why not? too big. It would tip over! Oh. With us! That's why I didn't open it on the dinghy. Y yes! We said that. And right. this may be inconvenient timing, but wasn't there a hostage that Captain Jagged had taken? I was just going to ask. <laughs> Ambassador Nordello. What do you think happened to her? Um... <laughs> I want that as a soundbite right there. <laughs> Are we the baddies again? <laughs> well, I don't think there's anything we could have done to avoid whatever fate she fell into. She was probably as a crew member of the... Or one of the, 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 the flesh cannonballs. Or that. Those were terrifying. Do you remember when the ship exploded? The ship exploded! 
I don't. I don't. I was. I was nearly dead. I'm glad Brandros pulled me out of that water. And me too. I mean, I. Wait, no. I saved you. I was. You did? I was helping. I, was, I saved your life. Is what I did. No. Oh, that's well. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Sildren, <laughs> <laughs> thinking back with your connection with the whales from the two days ago, you know they brought you to this island for safety, but you don't know why exactly this island. It is evening time right now. Most everyone is gathered uh, inside the yurt. Brenros is outside chopping some wood. And Kabon, the Lady Minotaur, who helped found the uh, town that was overrun by undead some time ago. She looks really down and once again uh, starts talking uh, poorly about her sibling. My brother, he's gonna pay for this. I agree. We're gonna knock his ass out of here. I should have done it when I had the chance. Instead, I, I took my friends and we fled, tried to make something new, something different. But now I see that death is on every path I take, no matter which path it is. So, you're, I mean, you're not going anywhere, right? Like, you sound like you're going somewhere, but there's nowhere to go. Like, keep your revenge, that's cool. Like, keep that fire inside. We, we need to keep that going, but. First of all, you out. keep your fire inside. And I know you. You know you. me. You're I know, you. I just said I know you. <laughs> I beat you to it, and I know you all are, are, are heroes. I've seen you slay the impossible Captain Jagged. Uh, I know that you've got this dinghy. There's a, there's, a, if there's, there's a will, there's a way. And if you get me back to Port Rising, I will take my brother down. That sounds promising. As far as most Isley. <laughs> How, um. So you said this is a large island, but like. Can, is there any trick? We, can we see any other islands from where we're at? Oh, no. The snow okay. is super, super heavy. Um, right now, you can hear wolves howling off in the distance. So it's big enough to sustain, um, you know, some ecosystems. And you've maybe scouted a, a quarter of the island. Just that just hasn't been much to see or much use trudging through this heavy snow. Um, so yeah, so, you also notice, I'm sorry, Alistair, you had something? Oh, I was just going to say, um, Yaru has been sitting by the fire with all of the maps, uh, that he got from Jagged's office spread out, um, and has been focused more on the Eastern, the section of everything, just to see if we're on possibly if there's an Island anywhere in the East that we could be on, or if we're even further than that, back to possibly back to mainland or or what? Great. Make a survival roll for me. Make a high survival roll. Awesome. Exactly what Yar is known for, everyone. That might be a lie. Let's see. <laughs> not exactly, but survival roll. Oh, not bad. Ooh, if it Good. sustains a 32. 32. You guys hear as the night goes on and the fire crackles, you hear chopping of wood outside, and then you hear Yar go, oh, exactly. No. 
Oh, that, no. He invents a protractor. No. And he's <laughs> trying all these different options. And Yaru, you believe you've isolated it down to four different islands as your best guess. Okay. From, from the thousand? That's pretty good. Yeah, um, I would say so. Meanwhile, Piercy, you hear a little more coughing that you've heard over the last few days and haven't thought much of it, but now a bit of puking from outside the yurt. You poke your head out and you see Brenros is thrown up uh, onto the snow some distance away as he's chopping wood. Brenros? You okay? You okay? I'm fine. I think just a little seasickness from before. Probably. Oh, but, uh, that was a few days ago. I don't say all much, probably. Uh, I'm sure it'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> so unconvincing. <laughs> uh, Percy pulls out his thermal thermometer and checks his forehead. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so you had to co-it. <laughs> I don't like that we're laughing at that. Uh, yeah, no, I... Do you know anyone uh, in the last 14 days who has yes. the COVID? <laughs> we're as quarantined as we're going to get. I don't know what to say. Uh, Brenros, uh, you have gained the second one condition. Second one. All right. Second one. I'm sure I just need some food and a night's rest. I think, I think maybe Sildren should take a look at you. Uh, Sildren! Sildren I don't see Sildren. Out of he's, the he's, he's off riding whales. Leave him. <laughs> Free Willy. Uh, uh, Sildren. Uh, I think, I think Brunrose is a little sick. Uh, what's going on, Sir Brenros? Um, just, just, just not feeling great. I'm sure it'll pass. Hold still. And Soldier will give him a, a, please, a please, mundane and magical look over. Is that like raising an eyebrow, sultry-like? All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead yeah, and make I'm, a medicine roll, which is nature for you. Yep. All right, there are my skills. I can't read this with a doubt. Oh my god, where's nature? There it is. Uh, that will be a 37. Uh, you have identified not exactly what it is, but Brenros is afflicted with a disease, the source of which somehow is contaminated fecal matter. Hepatitis? Oh. <laughs> You have oh, a shit. coli, I believe. That or Giardia. It's not good. Um, let me look through my spell list because I, I'm, I think I have some. Silly lights. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh my! So it's a disease. It is. Okay. Soldiering, King Phaon has a rash. Silly, silly lines! <laughs> he just solves everything. That will fix a lot. <laughs> the children at the orphanage. Just need to shine some sunlight on that, and you'll be all fine. 
sounds like it's episode 34's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a minute on that. I have to look through my... It's something I haven't... At- He's had to deal with before, so I'm not sure what I got chips. for it. Aside from the the vomiting, am I am I uh, penalized in other ways, or just the second one? Second one is plenty just, enough. Just no. second one. Is that all? I don't I don't know what that what, I don't know what that does to my rolls. Oh, sure. If if you want, you can go to your compendium at the top right hand corner. It's a little scrolls scroll icon, and you should see conditions listed there. I think you're making stuff up. No, I made it available for you guys. <laughs> it's there. So I will be dropping feet to fins and picking up remove disease. All right. Do you see it, Brenrose? Uh, second from the right. Second from the right. Compendium packs, conditions. Yep. Got it. Okay. Conditions. So second is you are minus one to every check and every DC that you have to roll. Um, and this one, it says in there that you can try to retch and throw it up. This one, you cannot throw up. Ah, okay. So minus one on my thing. Okay, cool. I mean, not cool, but... <laughs> Take two of these and see me in eight hours. <laughs> if you're holding a monkey in front of me, we're going to have problems. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, yes. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so anything else you guys want to do tonight? Soldier's going to relearn yes. some magic to help you out. Hey, Xander! Yes! We got some loot to uh, look at. Oh, we got a whole bunch of loot to look I've at. I've been dying to look at the loot. I'm so excited right now. Yeah. Xander didn't have enough time over the last four or five days yeah. since it takes three <laughs> actions for, or a minute now for him to... <laughs> just no time. Uh, yeah, you guys have a bunch of different things. What are you looking at, Xander? Uh, let's see. Let's see. So first... There was a pendant. Feel like there's an orange potion, which we found out was a potion of flying. There's like a rabbit's foot. Let's do one at a time. All right, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) There's just too many. It's like Christmas morning. There's a lot of stocking. (laughs) They've had to abandon Christmas at Xander's house just because he (laughs) tears through everything. I I like that the idea of the of Going with that analogy, Xander opens the present and goes, oh, okay, this is an orange potion of flying. <laughs> yeah, you know, your, your Christmas starts with, no, 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 no. It's not magical, I don't want it. <laughs> he, he takes the package, shakes it next to his ear and says, I don't know, I gotta wait a little. Uh, uh, Xander, Aberration. choose one. Uh, let's go to the pendant first. Pendant, pendant? I think there, didn't I think we destroy some, that? I think there's some pieces of the pendant still on my dagger. Oh, that pendant! I mean, <laughs> yeah. Off. I don't think that's no, uh, that that's it anymore. Uh, there's a rabbit's foot. Rabbit's foot. Uh, you have easily identified the rabbit's foot. It is called a lucky rabbit's foot. I got it. It is a talisman that you affix to your armor, so it is a one-time use consumable item. And it triggers as a reaction whenever you fail a reflex save against damage to you, like a fireball or a lightning bolt. And when it triggers, you can activate the lucky rabbit's foot, re-roll the reflex save, and take another shot at it. And if the second roll is still a fail, you still get to move up to your speed. 
So it's uh, even a backup oh. for the failure. I like your two examples were fireball and lightning bolt. And lightning. What are you trying to say? Uh, I'm putting this in, I'm putting each of these at, that you identify in the group uh, loot sheet, which currently still has, uh, I believe, a potion of flying and 300 platinum pieces in there. Nice. Xander, what's next? Um, I see bracers. Bracers, got it, making a roll. Uh, another very easy one for you. You identified these as Bracers of Missile Deflection Greater. Idrisil had a pair of these some time ago. This is a greater version. So this is burns your reaction whenever you are hit by a ranged weapon attack. The You trigger this and it gives you plus two armor class. So if you're just within two of your armor class when you got hit, you can expend your reaction to turn it into a miss. What makes this greater is instead of once a day, you can do this once every 10 minutes. Oh, nice. I have dropped the bracers of missile deflection into the list. What's next? That is everything I had written down. There's like All five right. other things, though. Xanar, Vater D's two blue potions. Two blue potions. Two blue potions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was sketchy. You have found <laughs> two potions of swimming. Oh. Uh, these are taste like salt water and a bit gritty to get down. When you drink drink them, you gain a swim speed. There are some that give you swim speed equal to half your normal move speed. This gives you swim speed equal to your normal land speed for a full hour. These are wow. greater versions. I can do the fast swimming. Swimming red. I like that. That combined uh, with Brenros and your skill to hold your breath would come in very much handy. Xander, here's a small potion. We need to figure out it? what this is. I don't I don't know. It's just small. It's a you're right, it's small. What <laughs> small potion orange one? Was this the Toblerone one? <laughs> no, that one got left yeah. behind. Oh, that's right. That's gonna be a a, a post uh then after series question. <laughs> He's just going to taunt you and say it was a wish potion. Uh, Xander, uh -huh. since you are unable to identify the color or any other identification marks on this potion, you are unable to identify the potion itself. You have no idea what it does. It's neat. It's neat, small potion. You keep that, please. That's for you. Okay. How about this armband? Ooh, an armband. Let me take a look. Armband. <laughs> Oh, natural 20. Yeah, 20. I know this one. It is an armband of armband of athleticism. This, if you ever have to make a uh, a check to climb or to swim, let's say you're trying to scale a wall or a cliff extra fast and you don't have a uh, an innate climbing speed. Yaru does, so he's good. But if you don't have it, or you want to swim faster, uh, if you succeed at the climb or swim to go extra fast, like I think Sildren or Brenros did it coming out of the, the maelstrom, the, when you knock the ship down into the chasm, trying to get up as fast as you could. Um, this gives you an additional five foot bonus to your move, but more importantly, it gives you a permanent plus two bonus to your athletic skill. Oh. Wow. Oh. Awesome. 
That is in the chat, uh, the group. And I don't see any uh, re restrictions on that either. There's uh, two more things, Xander. There's this like uh, bomb looking thing. Oh yeah, the big bomb, the Jixie thing. Let me take a look at the bomb. All right. That is also good. You have identified this as a poison called honey scent. And it is an inhaled poison that triggers vivid hallucinations in the target. Uh, so if you can get them to breathe in this poison, it causes them to believe that they are swarmed by ravenous biting insects that are feeding on them and they start clawing at themselves if they fail their willpower save which is a pretty high 30 willpower check uh, and they'll do some light damage to themselves and if the poison continues to go further and further they might gain stupefied or even the drain condition as they continue to slash at themselves that's that's a nasty one <laughs> I like that. Uh, there's one last thing. There's a, some leather armor. Being on the poison like it's a mite. Leather armor. You scratch your head, you don't know what the leather armor does. It, lo it looks like uh, leather armor. Xander. Thank you, Xander. Xander, didn't you also find a rune at the bottom of the ocean? Hmm. It's a great question. I did like, find the uh, the urn. Remember that? I brought that up from the temple, and uh, and I opened it up, and it had like a, a little a little thing inside, a little like a rune stick. But then then things went really crazy, and then we had to fight the night skull, and then there was the purple monster. We went into the whirlpool. Do you remember we went to the spires, Yaru? I do. After we went down the whirlpool. There's. Do you think you could try that again? Oh sure. Checking, rolling. That is a success of data that is in our old VT. Uh, so Xander is spending <laughs> some time checking this out. He seems confident <laughs> the answer is coming. While that information loads in his head, what else would you guys like to do tonight? Hey, children. Hey, children. Can I borrow some of your magic powers? Can you take a look at these items? I can. There's there's a little potion and little potion. Uh, some leather armor. It's just leather armor, children. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, uh, yeah, the little potion is. Where is it at? I don't have the little. It is a. I don't have it right right here. It is an enlarged potion. Can I just? Make something up real fast. It'll increase your size. So many jokes not to make here, boys. Yeah, Good job. Good job. <laughs> hold, hold. Let's yes, call it not here. Potion of growth. Potion, that potion of growth. better. <laughs> episode title, Tim. <laughs> And armor. Sildren, oh, almost critically succeeded. You are able to identify the armor. The armor is electric eel skin armor. 
So this is plus one leather armor. It is also resilient armor, which means it gives you plus one to all of your saving throws. Oh, geez. it also it also gives you plus two bonus to uh, any athletics checks to swim or stealth while you're in water. It gives you the permanent ability to breathe water. Whoa! What? And finally, since it's electric eel skin, for two actions, once per day, you can cast a level two shocking grasp spell and touch someone to do 3d12 points of electrical damage and possibly persistent damage to them. Xander was right. Well, this is just leather armor, but um, I'm going to go ahead no, no, and just no, deal with it no, myself. No, no, no. <laughs> We're going to have to roll some dice on that one. A knife dicey. <laughs> Ship Captain Crew. Uh, Bernos is trying to get. Is that up. it? Wasn't there? There was some. The what room? else did we? And also, the yeah, is there anything else that we were holding onto? What else did we, we take out of the, out of the room with the altars, or not the altars, but the the glass boxes? We so took some we, berries and a gem. The berries, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Were there two things or three things? Just two. So is that the gem and the berries? That's the, the potions gem, the we took, oh. yeah. I don't think we took the, the gem. Goblet, sorry, we, we we took the potions and the berries. We left the goblet, yeah. the gem, yeah. and the medallion. Probably, probably a mistake of some sort. Oh, <laughs> for sure. We, we don't we don't make mistakes. Left some magic items behind. <laughs> <laughs> the goblet of everlasting water was a mistake. Come on. Can always go back. Uh, Brendros is uh, gathering the wood, but he's making it into a large pyre kind of situation for. Or signaling, okay. That's, yeah, that's and 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 um, arranging it in big letters for any planes that fly <laughs> overhead as well. <laughs> you know, witches, warlocks, Three straight lines. Anything, anything yeah. Where are you getting the wood? From there's, a tree line. Yeah, there's some trees and stuff. What kind of trees? Wood ones. Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, there are <laughs> stone uh, ones are a bitch. Pine. <laughs> birchy trees that are thin, kind of like Chris's background with how thin they can be. Hey, so nothing that would seem like it's an everpine or something that lives in something that snows all the time. No. Huh. Bren Rose sounded the thing inconvenient. Of the three nature rolls that were just went over his head, so he just keeps chopping and building. Um, all right, it is the next morning, if we're all right to move forward. Uh, Sildren, you had a spell you're casting? Uh, yes. Um, so realizing that Sir Brenrose had eaten enough monkey poop to contract something. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't by my choice. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, call it what you will. Um, Sneaking away snacks and the late Absorbed. Um, yes, I will cast Remove Disease from Sir Benros. All right, make a spell attack roll. You must counter Puabwa's, I guess, ass DC. Let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, so... 
I noticed that the spelling occurs. It's just you putting your finger Remind in my mouth. Remind me how to do a cause spell attack roll by itself. Just click one of your, like, your searing light. Okay. That'll work. Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Holy crap, where are you? There you are. And... Oh, that was uh, we're going to use our first hero point of the day with Why? a two. Oh. Roll the two. Yep, so we're going to re-roll that with a four. So a total <laughs> of 24. 24? <laughs> it does not work. Do you have another uh, copy of that spell prepared? I do not. Then you'll have, to, you'll have to you'll have to wait all a day. my good try. eggs in that one removed disease basket. Oh, but Sir Brenrose, you yes. can make a fortitude saving throw. Oh, woo! I will do that. <sighs> Saves fortitude. Big button. Here we go. Woo! Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Your white blood cells tackle against Puabua's inside of you. You are able to lower your disease level from uh, uh, one down to zero. You have uh, vomited one too many times and finally gotten the sickness out of you. If it matters. I cured you, friend. Um, you are, you are <laughs> disease free now. <laughs> your foot is no longer disease free. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Um, if it matters, the uh, standard success is elevated to a critical success for fortitude save. You are resistant to any disease Puaba throws at you for the next 24 hours. Incoming! <laughs> Very well. Uh, it I is, feel much better, I think. It is morning time. Some of you, uh, like Brynrose, is uh, feeling better, trying to uh, get his uh, spirits lifted again, uh, staying busy. Uh, some people are making plans. Yaru is triangulating things on maps, trying to come up with some possibilities. Sildren and Xanner and Polik, you guys are out uh, exploring just a little bit, gathering some more wood. Sildren, you're careful to say, no, not, not those trees. Let's, let's <laughs> use these trees over here. And as you're walking around on some of these uh, stone, uh, snow-covered rocks and boulders and going over different rises, you see more trees and more heavy snow falling. You shake your hoods to get some of the snow off. You see off in the distance what looks to be a giant frozen hand, some 12 feet long, sticking out of the snow. Uh, Soldier will point that out and, you know, kind of give a let's go look at it and we'll cautiously, yeah. cautiously approach. Uh, it's me, Palik, and who else? I'm super cautious. Xanar, I'm the cautious master. Look at me be cautious. See if there's any magic as we approach. Will do. Cautious, new, 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 new. <laughs> Careful, new, 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 new. Xanar's checking Quiet, and new, checking. New, 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 new. As the three of you uh, cautiously make your way and trudge through the snow and I think even Xander and Polik are both like those adorable puppies that you see in the snow that kind of have disappear as they go through. <laughs> uh, you guys approach what you see to be an enormous statue of a man half buried in the snow 
and ground. This is something like uh, 80 to 120 feet tall. You can see a bit of, of the face. Uh, it's a long face. There are two arms sticking out. Uh, the, the left hand holds an open book and it's all stone. It's a big stone book. Uh, his right hand looks to have been uh, 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 badly broken in some strange way. As you get close, you can see uh, uh, the statue's been worn down by the elements for a long, long time. Now has smooth features as opposed to sharp, crisp ones. And Xanner is tossed back 20 feet and takes eight Ooh. points of force damage as Ooh. your detect magic backfires as you detect a strong amount of chaotic magic. Powerful, yet slightly chaotic that you were not quite prepared for somewhere on this statue. I haven't had one of those before. There's like some chaotic magic up there. Be careful, it bites. What are you talking about? Why are you messing around, Xana? I'm not messing around. Something hit me. I was looking for the magic up there and it snapped back at me. That's never happened before. I know. Do it, do it again. Okay. <laughs> Silver steps are. back and away <laughs> from Xana. <laughs> you are not smart. <laughs> Xander, I know I was roll, just please. teasing you. Uh, Arcana roll. You. Uh, thirty-three. Thirty-three. You are able to identify where the right hand of this giant statue used to be. The right hand has been shattered into a hundred pieces you can't see anymore. They've, they're long lost to time. But where that hand used to be, you can sense almost like some sort of thermal camera where you can see through your detect vision, there is a space where the hand would be. There's a magic uh, a spherical uh, glow as you detect magic, and you believe it is a, again, slightly chaotic magic, yet powerful, that would give you a boon if you were able to pass your body through that. Give your body a boon? Okay! Um, I don't know how to describe this. There is an invisible orange glowing hand right there. And I'm pretty sure that if we all, if I walk through it, it'll be rad. It'll, it'll feel really good, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Okay, how, how are you gonna get up there? I'm, <laughs> I can probably climb up there, and oh, that's right, you can do. You've got all sorts of shit. Never mind. <laughs> right on, we we do have a potion of flying. What's that? We do have a potion of flying. If you want to use that, oh, I I can fly without the potion. Okay, fancy pants, do it. And on cue, Xanner Iron Man's by pointing his hand straight down, pushing fire straight out of his palms and flying up to where the hand used to be. All right, Xanner blasts a warm spot on the island briefly as he launches up into the air and you fly, you say, through that magical 
moat. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the magical spot where the hand used to be. Yeah. The, All right. You fly through it and you feel this tingle over your body. You fly a little bit faster for a bit and you then come swooping by and you sense that it is still there. That magical energy is still there and you feel a little bit empowered. Your next two spells that you cast will be heightened an additional level than they normally can be, even beyond your maximum casting capability. Oh, cool. However, you believe there might be one or more chaotic <laughs> effects that will also trigger upon casting those two spells. I was just going to ask if Xanner thought I, Sildren could benefit from it, but I'm okay. Um, <laughs> let me, let me you don't, tell you, you don't, it's, it's okay if you are chaotic in some way, but you're a healer. Soldier's going to check out the other hand with the book, um, dust some snow off of it. Um, cool. And see cool. if there's any you know, writing there, which actually would be more pronounced if, um, with the snow in it. Um, yeah, you start uh, moving snow around. You see that there is this, it's a huge book, bigger than the dinghy you guys have been in for the last few days. Uh, and you are able to brush it and see there is writing etched in there. It's not faded and it is, I don't believe a language you know, but you are able to identify it as Chaloran, an old uh -huh. ancient I was already calling Xanner over as soon as I like <laughs> saw it. Just, Ooh, I feel so good right now. It feels really good. I'm like a, my teeth are a little bit tingly, but it's okay. I feel a little fuzzy in my fingers, and I feel really solid. I think if I do a spell right now, I can like explode something. It'd be really huge. Here I am. Watch me go. Watch me go. Watch me go. This is really cool. Can you move as fast as I can, please? Look, am I vibrating? If I just stand still, am I, am I just shaking a little bit? You, you might be more handy if you were. Handy, because there's a hand. I see what you did there. This was a really funny joke. She's hilarious. I love her. Sheldon, what do you want? Wait, what the equivalent of a magical pixie stick. He's just guzzling the trigger. Can you read this? Yes, 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 I can. Yes, yes. What this does is... it say? It says... Yes. It reads as follows. <laughs> Calm it down. It reads, uh, I watch over this bastion of knowledge. I hold back the tide of ignorance and lies. I guide the hands that shape the magic of this world. Through power, all can be unlocked. That sounds significant. I wonder if this is something Sir Brenrose would recognize in his religious training. That would be really cool. So it's is not definitely there, a right? garden no. of some sort. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do a couple circles of the area and just see if there's anything else to glean uh, from this in the immediate area before I guess we then go back and All right. gather, gather Sir Brenros at least. Children, real quick, hang on. Through power, oh, pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Something chaotic will happen. <laughs> Magic explosions. Um, 
There was a guy. Do you remember way back in Mirskan months ago? We found that little uh, thing underground that had the guy who said that through power all can be unlocked. That was something we heard before, right? It does sound familiar. I will have to review my memories. <laughs> okay, let's think about it. <laughs> All right, you guys head back towards the yurt, which is a bit of a hike. And uh, on your way back, Xanner has a eureka moment about the rune he has finally loaded up in his head. Uh, Xanner, you have identified this rune as a weapon infusion rune plus two. So if someone spends about 10 minutes, they can touch the rune to their weapon and it will overwrite any other uh, infusion rune that's already on there and turn a plus zero or plus one weapon into a plus two, which is huge. I don't think many of you, I think one or two of you might have plus two twos or several of you, but not all the weapons do. Um, so it's pretty strong. Wow. This is a good one. It's a weapon plus two, you guys. Ooh, I don't have a weapon. I can't use that's, it. That's tasty. Well, let's put it in the bag here. We're going to have to split all this stuff up eventually. Might as well keep it together. As yeah. the three of you make your way back towards the yurt, you're still not quite there. Uh, Sildren, Xanner, uh, and Palik, the three of you hear the growl of a wolf from just beyond the darkness. You can see that there's a large, dark canine shape. It's lurking just outside of uh, sight in the snow. So you had this heavy snow. You can just see this dark shape. That's that's a that's a big one. Econ. I haven't seen a wolf like that in a long time. There's going to be no need for weapons. Um, and Sildren oh. uh, <laughs> takes a step forward. Um, about Cat and Jagged too. And slowly out of the underbrush in the tree line, um, a large uh, black golden-eyed wolf with a silver mane, but not but not from age. It's it's you know not not a juvenile but it's probably two um struts out and uh Sildren goes down to one knee and lowers his head and the wolf comes up in a very familiar gesture that you've seen him do with Yathane in the past and they basically touch uh forehead to forehead take it easy Tim and um a little while passes and you realize that uh soldiers chanting very very quietly as a uh just a a very faint green nimbus of light almost like an aurora borealis um forms around both him and the wolf um and then just remains there for a few moments and as the light is fading uh Sildren slips out of his cloak the jewelry that he had been working on and it's actually a large leather collar that is spiked with the teeth of um the creatures that we have killed that's us um and magically infused in it are two of yathane's uh feathers in in included uh in the collar um 
And he stands up and turns around and faces Kalik and Xanner, um, rests a hand on the wolf's shoulder. Uh, the names of wolves do not easily translate to spoken tongues, but he has agreed to be known as Shunka. And we have bonded, and he shall be accompanying us. That's amazing! Hey, can we use him to, uh, him or her? Him. Can we use him to scare the shit out of the rest of the party? <laughs> um... We just send him into the yurt, just growling. We'll come in right after. Shuka but. sort of appraises you, Palik, um, and kind of like, like steps over and like bumps you just hard enough to almost like lift you off your feet and it like almost in like a playful way. Um, Whoa there, doggy. Turns towards Xanner and just like sniffs in the distance, but ah. like doesn't doesn't approach Xanner. I wanna get uh, I wanna scratch his ears a little. And he's open to it. Yeah, Shunka's fine with uh, taking a good petting. Ah, oh, he's great. And I uh, think Sildren gain a yes. hero point. That was an awesome, that thank was. you, awesome moment. Oh, that necklace was so cool. Yeah, that that's kind of amazing. You've been working on that for a shit long time. Yeah, I've had that um, kind of set up and then I just keep, you know, I've been sort of playing it out in my head for a while and refining it, so. No, but like well before Yothane was even, you know, her yeah. fate was sealed. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that uh, S-H-U-N-K-A? S-U-N-K-A. S-U-N-K-A. Yeah. Pronounced how one more time? Shunka. Shunka. Yeah. All right. Or kind of, kind of Shunka, Shunka. Right. I'm sure I'll say it both ways at some point. Like the coffee. Very inconsistent. Yeah, I bet, I bet you Master Yaru will shit his robe. <laughs> we could really scare the pants off of him. The three of you return back to the <laughs> camp uh, and you approach the yurt, the only sign of civilization you've seen in days in the sea and snow with a new companion, a new member of the group. Uh, Piercy is with uh, Yaru and he has pulled out his shadow map out of his cheek pouch. And is trying to compare it with what uh, Yaru has. All right. You are able to easily identify the chateau map where it pointed to in the islands that line up with Piercy, uh, with uh, Yaru's uh, specific maps. Also, your shadow map uh, has changed its shape, if I haven't mentioned that in the past. It is no longer having this line going out to the Thousand Isles. Um, it now is uh, has this uh, inert symbol similar to all the others that were also on there. Oh. So there's just a like three or four dots, and but that's it. Yep. Uh, Yaru, you, the the line is uh it's not there. Uh, I wonder it's, what happened. I don't know when the last time we checked this map is, but. It could be that it was drawing us to take care of what happened with Jagged, and now that it is gone, now that he is gone, perhaps the map knows the threat is over. At least for now. Uh, 
Maybe. Uh, I just hold on to it. Very well. Back in the pouch. Oh, hello, Xanar. Hello, Palik. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What? <laughs> Did you find anything on your journey? I'd say they certainly have. <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me like that? <laughs> Sildren, you're real awfully, excited. Sildren, you're awfully quiet. And then Sunka just sort of just pops her head into the yard. What the is I'm sorry. Thing? <laughs> Sildren! That is a friend, Master Yaru. His name is Sunka. More than a friend. I I see a bond between you. Sildren, are those the, the teeth you have been collecting? They are. Why are some of them mine? <laughs> <laughs> Yara's gonna slowly approach uh, Shunka and uh, he's gonna get his like no cause for alarm ready and uh, <laughs> no. and like lower his head a little bit and gives a growl like it's not threatening but it's not yeah. you know it's 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 i i would say acknowledging another uh alpha predator you know ooh yara will see that and respectfully, his golden, the bindi on his forehead will glow uh, and hopefully, you know, I don't have the ability, but hopefully send a little jolt of friendly vibes out to our new compatriot and he'll come over and scruff his forehead a little bit. This Shunka bumps you, like, you know, just kind of, yeah, you know, bumps you Sweet. and then walks away. Sildren, <laughs> and then takes this... your cut. <laughs> <laughs> This creature is very beautiful. Yathane would be very proud of you. And through him are my companion Yathane. She lives on. on. Yes, she does. And, Meanwhile, uh, Piercy, Piercy is just like, I've been terrified of this cat for months, and now, yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Speaking it's of Piercy. Um, Shunka is, uh, walks up to Piercy, um, and is like, like, probably taller than him a little bit. And like, comes in is like, sniffing at your cheeks, is like, paying a lot of attention to them, like, you know, sniffing something in there. Gives you one big, thick, coarse lick in the face. Uh. And then, uh... Walks over to Sir Brenrose and spends a long time sniffing at Sir Brenrose's shield, like very interestingly, like, you know, like, like, like it has some, just some scent there that he's just like trying to. (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't There is no (laughs) shield. Apparently he's like, shit. Apparently likes licking open wounds. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, there's there's no sh- there's no sh- uh, Well, Damn. then just um <laughs> ignored. Yeah. There's no reason to pay attention to Sir Brendan was there. <laughs> we agree. 
Lifts his leg. I'll be outside. <laughs> Time to put the old man down. <laughs> Who gave Xander coffee? Mencilla! The mantra of Mencilla! I got it! You guys, we just found a really huge statue that's just gigantic. It's got a huge book in one hand and the other hand is gone, but I walk right through the hand and I can be like really strong for like two different spells for chaotic magic. But we read on the book that there was a whole thing that said, I watch over the bastion of knowledge. I hold back the tide of ignorant lies and hold the hands to shape the magic of this world through power. All can be unlocked. Right? Right? We got it. Yeah, we we got it. Good we got job. It. I know so I've been around everyone mean? too long. I completely understood all that. <laughs> that was the mantra of Mancilla. I think that was the statue of Mancilla. This might be a really huge knowledge piece of power. I think there's all sorts of things that we can learn here. We gotta go back. Who, who's a Mancilla? We, 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 go ahead, Xander. There, okay, so I don't really know, but I understand that it was written to Lawrence, who's really old, and, and he, he believed that there's a lot of things that could be unlocked, like the universe, like all the power and everything in the universe could be unlocked with the knowledge of magic, I think. I'm pretty sure I think. That was the Temple of Undeath, wasn't no, it? No, 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 no. It was something that led us to the temple. That was that was in the sewers. Do you remember where that really big guardian was? That's where Jix used his backpack with a balloon on it, but I had to fall back down because I couldn't get back up, and I had to fall down again and then I almost died like three times but then we were able to kill him and we took him down and then there was like a guy that was already dead in there he had like a ring on his head I think you remember him Polik right he was with you and then we were I also would like to recall knowledge while the rant continues all right (laughs) what are you trying to recall in a coherent form (laughs) I'm sure there's a penalty involved but uh uh there is this tragic incident of a hard drive exploding, so I'm doing this without notes, but I do recall that phrase uh, about the uh, uh, about through power all can be unlocked, said the phrase, and it opened up this door in there. So essentially what I'm trying to recall is the name of the individual who... Make a religion roll, please. Making a religion roll... No, 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 no. <laughs> Where is my religion? There it is. Where is my religion? There it is. One click. A 31. 31. Uh, half of what Xander says is true, which goes without saying. It is... <laughs> <laughs> there, as you guys went into the deep pit there were two huge pits in the city of Mirskan. you went down mm-hmm. the deep one xander did his little bug cl- uh, climbing thing you were you found a, a elemental uh temple as you went through i think that's the second time you ran into palik and her adventuring group mm-hmm. um and outside was this uh web work uh imagery that shown that this was an old forgotten temple to the god Mancilia. And what did you roll? 31? And you know that um, Mancilia is an old Chaloran god, no longer followed and hasn't been for many, 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 many years, but he focused on unraveling the great powers of the universe through magic. Uh, it was all about un- uh, unraveling the secrets through magic. 
that is what you remember. And just on a personal note, as I think back on that scene, I'm like, boy, I don't want to get tangled up in that. That sounds like a crazy adventure. Then you mentioned falling down in the thing with the guardian having to balloon up. I'm like, boy, that sounds like quite a pickle. I like, man, like if you just go back, it doesn't stop. There's just all these <laughs> knots of wow. If I, would I willingly go into this next adventure? No. <laughs> Interesting. Anyways. I do recall that name, Mancilia, yes. The old Chaloran god. And the whales that guided us here did have, seemed to have some, some intent. Um, there was something about this island specifically that they drew them to it for our this, purposes. This island could very well be... Uh, a stronghold for such an old god. Whales do a lot of things for many different purposes. Uh, oh. Wow. <laughs> she did there. <laughs> if we explore further, I'm sure there will be more instances of this god and more dangers to follow. But keep in mind, I know we are waylaid here and for who knows how long, but we do continue to seek for the other dark powers that were mentioned by Skordrenar. We should leave as soon as possible. If this land can, if this island can help us get that, so be it. Let us search the island in the morning, and if we don't discover anything, then we'll continue on now that we're rested. But we don't even know where are we. How are we gonna leave if uh, if we don't know where we're going? Continue to head east. We could be at one of these four possible islands on the easternmost part of which, the waters. Which ones? Can you like show me on your map, Siaru? Yes. Do you pick <laughs> island number one <laughs> Paying attention or island <laughs> number two? <laughs> Well, I did. Uh, Palik did do some some studying of the map of a thousand isles with uh, Captain uh, Mad Eyes. I don't know if that would give her any intel. Is the map your intel? You... Your intel is nowhere near as detailed as Yario's. Yario uh, has I, the I, very I was... maps. Uh, I have Jagged's Jagged. maps. Yeah. Oh no, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, I'm mixing up captains. Uh, yeah, there were some maps that we found that were, um... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like that's really, the one Yaru yeah. is looking at. Make a survival roll, Palik. That's interesting. Oh, bah, 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 bah. 28? 28, you have no additional information. Okay. Uh, are any of the four islands happen to be, do any of them happen to be crescent shaped? Uh, no. Okay. You guys can also see that Xander has this weird rune he's trying to put on a spoon. Just, <laughs> just a little sticky. It could be right. You know what are you going to do with a plus two spoon, Xander? <laughs> oh no! This could be like the most powerful spoon in the entire world. Still a spoon. A spoon. <laughs> Still a spoon. What are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna call it the heart digger. 
<laughs> what is the critical weapon specialization effect of a spoon? Yeah. <laughs> Why a spoon, cousin? Oh, oh, oh yeah! <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> what of the uh, the berries? Did anyone just figure out if those are uh, magically delicious? <laughs> that was not an intended pun. I'm sorry. Again. That wasn't intended. One of them was uh, silver, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, no one's tried. Anyone want to give it a whirl? Yeah, I'll eat the berries. Uh, no, 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 Zander, Zander, wait. Just Nunu them first. Nunu the berries. Nunu the berries. Do do the berries later. Xander, you have uh, identified <laughs> the berries. Uh, let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. You have identified the berries. These are resistance berries. They are four berries connected together. They cannot be uh, separated without destroying them. So they are as a bunch. But what you can do is pluck a berry from the bunch. It is a consumable and you can consume it four times because there are four berries. And each berry takes an action to consume. It gives you resistance 10 against either acid cold electricity or fire each color corresponds to one of those for one hour and wow. once you consume that you can just go into the description of the berry and erase that particular resistance so you have essentially resistance 10 to four different elements but you have to choose which one and then you're good for an hour and it's or you total. eat then another berry and gain a second resistance and so on to a different one, yes. Yeah. Or better yet, can you eat all four at once and gain? Yes. Oh, and become no Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> With your berries combined. Well, we got a lot of stuff. We should like, especially if we're gonna go explore tomorrow, we should split it up. Not to mention a whole shit ton of platinum. I, uh, yes. I, I am missing my shield. I. I I noticed the floating one in the corner there. Oh, uh, Brandon, could I could Brandon I borrow was... that? <laughs> it's all it's, it's all it's all yours. It's, it's, it's beneath me for now. But oh my god! It's gonna last hands. you half an attack. <laughs> yeah. I'll block the dragon. <laughs> you can't even Here's... block an intimidating glare with that shield. Here's your shield. Here's your shield. So oh. you know, I have a bulletproof vest the exact size of a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I've dropped the resistance berries into the group uh, loop. Sildren, if you want that armor, it's all, it's all yours. If, if no, I am... Decisions. If you... I cannot wear armor. Or many of these items. You, you can wear it. I can't wear armor. You can, it just can. will do bad oh. things to you. Yeah, it would not be good. <laughs> he has like a lot of powers that say, if not wearing armor, you can blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Um, you know what? While we're talking about magic things, I like to talk about my hat. Have you just noticed this hat? It's good. It's fine. But it like, it's a wizard's hat, right? I mean, look at all the it's stars and suns. And, and like, I've had it forever, which has been fine, but it always belonged to a wizard. I think I should get my own hat. I'm going to use my platinum to get a hat that's very, very Xander specific. It's going to be perfect for a gnome and sorcerer. That's what I'm going to wear. I want it to be red and I want it to be pointy. 
And that's all I got right now. It's going to be a red pointy hat, but it's going to look great. That's where what I'm going to wear. Where are you going to get it from? I, it, 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 no pet sorcerer store. There's got to be one somewhere. Is it going to have like a little white ball at the end and like white fringe? And no, maybe you that's can grow dumb. A Don't be dumb. A little bell. I already got the belly for it. <laughs> that back. Your magical bread makes me fat. <laughs> Your magical Extra carbs for you. <laughs> <laughs> By the so way, at least uh, Yaru, you like pro protein yeah, uh, in there. Yaro, the uh, armbands and bracers are not uh, armor, so you can wear those. There's also 50 platinum pieces for each of us. Yeah, so how do we loot? Because I don't know how to do that. You just pull the platinum to your your character, your inventory sheet, let go. It'll ask you how many do you want to take. Which I already did, and there's still 300 in the I think I accidentally added 50 somehow. It's handy for us. (laughs) It's okay with everyone. I would take the berries. I could get use out of that. And I don't have a lot of clothes, so the cold is very effective. (laughs) What? I might take the cold one just right now, I'm saying. (laughs) It's called shrinkage, my friend. (laughs) Shunta gets it. (laughs) Um. I'm completely untrained in athletics. So I don't think the armband's going to do much for me. That plus two could come in handy in that case. But My shield has disappeared, by the way. I don't know where it went to. Your uh, buckler? Floating shield? Yeah. It'd be under armor, not equipment. So go to your items. Oh, it didn't have a cool little image. Never mind. I got it. Thank you. And it's 50 platinum? Yeah. Who wants? So who's taking the armors? You don't. You don't. You sure you don't want the armor, Sildren? I think you would find more use in your possession. You are much more often engaged in uh, melee combat than I am. So, if 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 anyone's going to get it, you should. Well, or somebody else. I don't care. I don't. Does anybody else? Piercy? Yes. Do you like the leather armor? The, uh, I have. I have the leather armor. What, I, I, I do too, but there's some special leather armor. Uh, the uh, eel skin. Eel skin. I mean, I like it. It's uh, it make me, it make me a little more trim. I'll, I'll uh, roll a dice. Okay, Ooh. some. Dicey knifey. <laughs> highest, highest dice gets it. I'm adding my raid points. Here we go. <laughs> I got one golden bleak. You lose two treasure. That's 10 gold for Xander, I think. Natural one rolled and then a three. Oh, wow. Palik wins with a three. <laughs> Terrible. And somehow gets the leather armor Piercy is wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Hey. Um, Brenros, 
If it was any consolation, if you rolled real high, I was going to cheat. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spending hero points to get the... Uh... Well, I got one of dice. You could use... You could certainly use one of these potions, either the flying or the swim potion, for certain. The swim potion? One of those flying, flying potions would be potentially handy for me as well. I don't need it. I'll take a swim potion. A swim potion would be fine. A greater swimming potion than the last few are you guys okay if uh, Sildren takes one of the flying potions? Yeah. I think it's just one. the one flying potion, but yeah, please yep. take it. Oh, okay. The flying potion, then? Take it. Am I taking both swimming potions or just the one? Um, if you want Just to only the one. Take one. Taking one. be a reedy. No, I just, uh, I was expecting one. I saw two. I was just making sure. Palik, <laughs> no. you should also take the honey scent. You are quite deceptive. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could use the poisons. Can I get the armband of athleticism, or does someone else really need that? Take it, Zana. I, I, I would like it. But... Take a roll! <laughs> Piercy can, like, bounce around anywhere. I think Xana might need that plus two. Yeah. I don't know. Excuse me. I have there's to a, go bond a, with my shield. Yeah, there's a rune floating around if anybody needs Piercy, that. Piercy, you should take that... Ocean of growth makes it big. Could that rune be effective on your? I'm gonna take that and go outside, like I said. I'm gonna take the potion. I think it's just a weapon rune. Yeah, it's a weapon. Yeah, it's an infused weapon rune. My my um, hand wraps are plus two. Brenner, Christopher, what's your? Is your sword a plus two? It is. Do we have any weapon? I mean, I I think there's a plus one somewhere. Piercy could use a plus two. Oh, yeah, take it. That's what I'm saying. Shit, man. I guess it's not on the ship. And I'll take the bracers. I'd just like to point out that as soon as you drop stuff yeah. into your inventory, it immediately affects your stats. Yeah. That is That's hardcore. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so who's getting that weapon rune? Piercy. 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 So, Piercy, I will go to your sword. I will increase the potency to plus two. And also of note... Now it is a, or it should be soon. The name is not changing. There we go. Uh, plus two striking flaming sword. Now, because it is a plus two, uh, you can have two different property runes infused in it. You have one right now, which is the flame rune. Master Yaru is the only one who has two of them. If you guys don't know, Master Yaru has the most powerful weapon in the campaign. And it's, sure. it's and it's freaking little wraps, which is so deceiving. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> but it, it's plus two, and it's my a freaking flame rune in one and a frost rune in the other. So you guys, yeah. if you find other runes, you can have a number of runes equal to the pluses that you have. So Piercy, you sure. can now have and striking is considered one of those runes. Is that is that the case? No, no, that's different. Okay, that's different. So um, I'm not sure of that, Piercy. I so uh, dealt with that, Chris. If you want to take the rabbit's foot, um, I'll take that. That would last definitely one. be helpful for children. And I'll take the potion of swimming and those bracers. Is that cool with everybody? Is that mm-hmm. good? Cool. Well, I'm so, a Piercy, bit more armored up. Piercy, what's going on? 
I give it? Uh, did I give it to Polik? Am I giving it to Polik? I'm gonna give Xander that potion of growth. Okay. You did. It's on my dagger. Or sorry, uh, uh, was it Piercy or or Piercy? Yeah, who gets the potion of growth? Uh, Polik or Piercy? We'll roll a dice. A bunch of midgets. So. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm a, sorry. A little bunch people. of short people. I don't think we got a full description on that growth potion, by the way. No, I had uh, I had to quickly toss it in there. No worries. Nobody else wants it. Uh, what do we do? Just natural twenty, or just a twenty? It's a twenty. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Bren Rose, how, how's the shield for you? Damn. It's very Look light. At these rolls. <laughs> there you go, Xander. One to twenty. A single oh, twenty. Oh, I really want it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> There you go. 16! Got it. Nice! That bag of holding was getting heavy. <laughs> Not really. Runros is wandering around the tent chasing a shield that's trying to float away from him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Renros has to, I believe he has to spend time to incorporate a spirit into his vessel to make it stronger. That will be a part of your daily uh, part preparations, of my daily. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, well. That token right. for Shanka is awesome. I just saw it. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. And remind me about these bracers. It's a reaction, uh, correct? Or I activate them. Yeah, no, um, it's a reaction. Yeah, Ooh. plus two. Click on them. Can that rune go into uh, Shunka? <laughs> it can it can uh, into one of her into one of her one of her jaws. Oh, well, the, uh, I was thinking like in, in the, the collar, collar or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 make her a plus two. Oh, that'd be so. Yara, the bracers of missile deflection. It yes. uh, has the reaction symbol on it. It's that curve thing. So you burn your reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ranged weapon can has to hit you, but it can't be a critical hit. That's gotcha. the only. I didn't put any gem slots in the collar. No. Damn. What else you guys want to do? Uh, what time is it? Any any time you guys want, really. Um, if we can do a full night's rest, I guess after all that, uh, we, we wanted we, to search the island. Yeah. I'd love to go back and look at the statue some more. It might actually be guarding something. It says it is. We should get a good rest and then uh, and then investigate in the morning. And then if we find nothing of interest or uh, importance, we get back on the dinghy and give our guest best on our best guess on which island we're on and head towards the mainland. But Piercy. Uh, uh, Xanner. Yeah. I do think there's uh, enough of the trees. Uh, to make a little raft, uh, to to have behind the dinghy, like, like, like a like a like a thing that goes, but like like a like a trailer, like a uh, raft trailer. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, there's trees, but we'd probably need to tie them together with something, or I mean, I suppose I could try to magic them, uh, but I don't think I'm very strong like, with it. Like a rope, I, I have a rope. Oh, sure, yeah, a rope will work. Okay. Uh, uh, Zana, can you show me uh, which trees I can cut down? No, but Sildren can. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, uh, Sildren. 
Hey, Sildren, you see that bus? No, you don't, because it's on, it's on top of you. <laughs> Casey wants to cut down some trees and make a raft. Okay. Uh, a raft, a, a, a yurt-sized raft. A oh yurt-sized raft. Oh, no. For the open ocean. Got it. Bye, yurt. Yeah. Irresponsible character. You want to be like some, strap some a small gentle, child to you while you be gentlemanly it? dressed in their tuxedos, <laughs> sitting down as the yurt goes down proudly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pleasure serving with me. <laughs> <laughs> the band still playing as the yurt goes down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you start to get to work on that. Uh, you, it will take, you think, uh, a couple days, like a day or two to complete such a thing and involve a survival role um, when you're all said and done. Sound okay. good? Sounds good. All right, Piercy gets to work that uh, that evening or that uh, rest of the day. Evening comes. The eight of you, Cabal and Fiel, enjoy another bit of food. The food is provided by the yurt. There's you open up the pot and there's some some basic food in there. It doesn't taste great, but it's better than children's bread. Uh, what is the food that's in there, Piercy? That appears. Well, uh, uh, for tonight's offering. Uh, we have a uh, nice uh, soup uh, of uh, fish heads and uh, oh, consomme uh, with uh, some some oysters. And um, and I found a good crabby over here, and he's, uh, I put it in the pot, too. And, um, and Come I, to the sea. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sildren has, has offered to provide some bread for our meal as well. Oh, I love Le Poisson. Bon appétit. <laughs> You guys eat, you rest that night, you uh, in, invest your uh, magical items to you. Keep in mind, it doesn't show us on your character sheets, I believe, but you can only have 10 items with the invest trait. Just keep that in mind. Is, uh, it a, you, is there a quick way to view what is an invested trait? Or? Quick? No. There, yes. If you look at a specific item, so let me go to Sir Brenros, for example. Sir Brenros, go to your inventory. If I open up your long wow, sword. Zero of 10 invested items. Awesome. Uh, if, I, if I go to the description, no, if I click the edit of the long sword, how it is not invested. That makes absolutely no sense. All right, if I go down to <laughs> the uh, boots of elven kind that you have, okay. I go to details. So if I edit the boots of elven kind, can you can you edit? I can, yes. And go to details. You should see traits, invested magical transmutation. Oh Jesus! All right, that's got to be out someplace easy to see at some point. I totally agree. All right, but I think you're set. You only have a few. All right, it is the next day. You guys are all woken up by incessant hammering and tree falling sounds early in the morning, um, with that same tune being sung. Python, like when they're building the uh, uh, Trojan rabbit. And uh, uh, Piercy gets to work on that. Some of you are gonna go explore, I believe. Yeah, yes. we're all gonna go explore. Piercy's gonna need to take a break, and we go together. What about Cabal and Fiel? They can stay with the year. 
All right, there's they're Protect guarding the earth. <laughs> okay, it you has guys... been an evening though. Yes. Uh, how is our wounded affected? Oh, Daily I'm very prep. concerned about that. I'm very, <laughs> con- I'm very concerned. I'm just everyone, sure. Everyone concerned that he's very. Everyone concerned loses about one that. wounded level, and by the, everyone I mean Sir Brenrus. Oh, thank you. I, I don't want to explore. I want to work on the on the, the raft. Come on, let's go. We may need you, and your amazing skills. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brenros earlier in the yes. Or, sorry to keep interrupting. Uh, uh, Brenros earlier in the day calls upon his spirit to invest his shield, uh, thus modifying the stats. I'll do that now while we uh, chat. Perfect. I think it's roughly a fifty percent bonus to health and all sorts of things, which is sounds big, but on such well, a small bite of a shield, <laughs> it's barely a drop in the bucket. Hey, but every bit helps, right? Uh, all right. You guys then march out through the snow, which is relentlessly just falling, and it's deadening the sound as it does. You you get just a little bit far away from the yurt, and you lose sight of it. Uh, you know some of the land, though, and the trees, and how to find your way back to it, but it's just... Uh, it's a little disorienting. You hike back, uh, several of you showing the rest of the group this statue. As you approach the statue, you guys can see this half-buried, 100-foot-tall, uh, smoothed-out statue of a man. And again, buried not just in the snow, but buried in the ground. It's been there for a oh. very long time. And as you do so, Master Yaru, there is a sh- and a spear embeds into the snow right before your feet. It is a spear that has several furs strapped around it, and the spear is just vibrating in the ground next to you. Wait, everyone stop. We are not alone. Yaru, you look around and you can see there is a heavy uh, figure wrapped in furs some distance away, just in the viewable distance uh, through the snow. Yaru will look uh, at the figure, and it's snowing pretty heavily. What's the visibility like? Pretty poor. Okay. Um, Yaru's going to flash his uh, golden bindi a couple times uh, and try to flag down the person signal. We're not, uh, we mean no harm. You're using your bindi for semaphore? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just waving my hand over my forehead. <laughs> Another spear is thrown and lands close to the previous one, not striking you, and you hear this figure yell out in a husky voice several phrases in the Nordric language. Uh, can anybody understand him before uh, I guess what he's saying? I think Sildren Piercing can. Piercing knows, Piercing knows it. Piercing knows it. I think Sildren you, does it, as well. What is he saying? Piercing, you can hear him say, I am prepared to fight for my island. I have more spears than you have beating hearts in that tent. He's saying, welcome to the island. He wants to meet us. And he said uh, he has more spears than, than us uh, we have. Um, Did you learn so, to speak Nordric? So I think I think he might want to kill us as well. 
Does anyone else speak Nordric? That might I, be an important question. Children <laughs> does, because uh, right. he had learned that as we were traveling towards. Um, it's, it's, it's what's spoken in Ivoron, right? And as Sildren yes. starts to explain, Yara just goes, I know what Piercy was, was saying. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a lot of deep shit. I get it. <laughs> uh, Sildren speaks up. We mean you no harm. We have landed on this island as dare I say, refugees traveling through. We have just, we are soon to be on our way and will cause no harm to you or your island. I have walked this rock in the sea for years and do not plan to give it up to anyone or anything. Make a, make a diplomacy roll, Sildren. Sure, because that's so my- Make diplomacy roll minus <laughs> One. You just hate my diplomacy. You offer it so freely. <laughs> 28. 28. Uh, you see no third spear thrown, but he has one in his hand. We... Uh, Our... will take a step forward. All right. We come in peace and we are willing to share bread and food with you. If you will sit with us and teach us about your island before we go. Don't eat the bread. Surely it's been a long time since you've spoken with people or anything of the outside world. We have news we can share with you. The figure stomps through the snow with ease, spear brandish coming closer and closer, heavily wrapped in furs with some strange uh, 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 contraption over his eyes. And as he walks close and gets within normal talking distance, he says, particularly to you, Sildren, you bring up a good point. It's been a while. <laughs> Come, join us. We will sit and eat and drink and speak. He eyes the group carefully and let's see, looks at the knight, looks at the halfling, looks at the- away with the shield a bit. <laughs> hides behind the little shield, looks at <laughs> Piercy, looks at Xander, looks at Yaru. Yeah, he, he buys He buys the group. Yeah, 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 he'll go for it. Uh, and, uh, 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 leads the way towards your yurt. How's that for <laughs> All right. Why, why is he leading? Hey, Piercy, he has a pretty big gate. What? How? I thought nobody could see the yurt. How come he knows where it's at? It's not illuminated from like uh, you. It's it's visible, but if you have a fire, oh, you can't see right. the fire yeah, 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 from yeah. Um, from yes, the outside. Right. Sorry. Don't ask questions I cannot snow. answer. <laughs> How big is this uh, person? Uh, he's a large human by your best guess. Bulky, strong for sure. Okay. He has strange goggles over his eyes that are keeping out the snow. Well, let's uh, take him to the yurt and have a sit down. Okay. Uh, you guys head towards the yurt where he uh, 
uh, enters, shakes off the snow, seems to be staying uh, some distance away from Shunka, and because he's probably run into Shunka before, <laughs> uh, comes in and says, uh, Wow, it is uh, bigger on the inside, as he looks around. Everyone says that when they first come in. <laughs> He uh, sees the uh, fire, he nods at the Minotaur, says, Fiel, and sits down at the fire. <laughs> Where do you two know each other from? So I've, I've known Fiel on the sea for some time, years. She's sailed up and down these waters. Isn't that right, Fiel? Yeah, yes, it's... It's been a very long time, but my, how you've grown. He uh, takes his goggles off, his eyes look red, and he says, there was some mention of food. Help yourself, more of the pot. We have your favorite fish heads, if I remember correctly. He starts uh, digging in and says, hmm, this is good, and starts diving in ravenously. I'm I'm sorry if I eat more than I should. And he- Remember to chew, remember to chew. And uh, let's see, Polik and Xanner make perception rolls, please. Totally paying attention. Yeah, Xander gets a 20. Uh, 28. 28 is good enough. Polik, you see there is some writing that is scratched off, scratched off on his goggles. Um, does Polik probably with her three languages of common, gnomish, and halfling doesn't understand it? No, no, no. Uh, you're sure it wasn't common. You just can't get a good look at it from here. Oh, okay. He's partially Since sitting on them. Is, are they still, are they all, is he still speaking Nordric? So I have no idea what the hell's being said. Absolutely. Uh, Sildren's functioning so, so Seth, as- So leave the chat and then- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sildren's functioning as a translator for everybody except Xander. All right. <laughs> I mean, like he'll translate to Xander, but he's nothing that Xander's saying is like coming through on the other side. <laughs> what, what, uh, what's it, what's his name? I'm Polik. She's Polik. She wants to know your name. I am Langward of the Three Elms. It is uh, good to meet you. He's Langward of the Three Elms. And he says it's good to meet you. Six is tongue out it. Children, <laughs> I I can know what, what to say. What what are his got? What are those? What's her? What what are his eyepiece? What's his eyepiece? What are what is he wearing on his eyes? Uh, 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 Polik wants uh, uh, she wants to know um how come you have two eyes? <laughs> it's it's called death perception. It helps me hunt. Language. Track motion. Language. I'm so the, sorry. The rat, he, he's never even seen snow. Just ignore him. The young one wants to know what the writing is on your goggles. He says, oh, it's uh, from where I got it from. Uh, uh, two years ago. Don't be rude now. Show her them. 
he uh, just hangs the goggles in front of you, won't let go of them. <laughs> you you uh, cock your head, Polik, and see the writing reads, property of Tumblepot, and it's been scraped out. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Tumblepot? Yes, yes. Bought this from Tumblepot. Seven you... silver. Seven silver, that seems like a bargain. What do they do? They keep my eyes warm and keep my eyes uh, clear when I'm in the water. Oh, that's great. Oh, that Finny is such a handsome young boy. Do you, why'd you try to scratch his name off? And they're not, they're not tumble pots anymore. They're mine. Oh. But they've been pretty good with the snow, which is, which is just crazy. The gods have just plagued me with the snow. I can count the number of times I've seen snow on uh, my island and on one hand and never snow as much as this. When did the snow start to snowing? It's been light snow for about two, three weeks now, but pretty heavy. The last uh, seven, eight days. It's hmm. been nasty. Tell us about the statue that we saw that we met you near and and where where do you reside on this island make a diplomacy roll again children <clears throat> he eyes you closely <laughs> <clears throat> he eyes you very closely <laughs> squinty uh yeah 23 23 uh, you, that's the old man. He watches over the old fortress, or used to. And you don't need to know where I sleep. That's fair. Tell me about this fortress. He grabs, uh, no, he's got a spear in his hand, and he starts uh, digging out something in the fire, moving a little log over here or there, and with the butt of his spear says, uh, that's uh, down Manile where we are, right there. And then he points to another log to the uh, north by northwest. And that's uh, the fortress and brings another log right next to it. Very Sutter close. Takes note of the location. And have you explored the fortress? I've been there many times. But it's gotten very dangerous. Very dangerous. What is dangerous about the uh, fortress? The blue man says that something nasty has come. He has said that I should be careful and I don't visit as often there now. And when I have, I've heard screeching, terrible, terrible screeching. I once heard, not long after the snow, a terrible cracking sound of wood and timber out in the water. And I swear by the gods, I heard screams. Yaru, by the way, you have a one of many maps out you have collected and you have zeroed in on exactly where you're at based on the triple island combination he just showed you. And the blue man, is he a group at the fortress? <laughs> yes. He is, uh, he is an old spirit there. And he is friendly. He's been friendly to me. He's 
He's been, uh, he's been lonely, so he says. And what about you? Where did you come from? We came from the mainland, from Mirskan, where the king has returned. In that, pointing out the yurt. Uh, yes, in a way. Um, we traveled by ship upon uh, the taint. We killed Captain Jagget and sunk the his vessel. You've been drinking. Captain Jagged ain't been no slain. I think oh, uh, Philil will sp- speak for us. You must listen to these boys now. They are honorable men. Not the funniest, but honorable for sure. And yet, I know the rat smells a little bit, but you get used to it. Is what he says tried the to truth? murder you at one point in time, but you know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You've known me for a very long time. Have I lied to you? Oh. Would I ever lie to you? How? How How have they killed Captain Jagged? With our our weapons and our magic. We weakened him through various means that we had learned of in our adventures, in our travels. And once he was weakened, we destroyed him with our blade and magic and fortitude. Swashbuckling. And some swashbuckling. All he that leans matters over. now is the nightmare is over. He leans over to the Yasoki and says, by the way, that raft ain't gonna last long out on the ocean. Sildren. Well, it's, not, it's not finished. Yes. <laughs> Sildren, ask him how he got here. And how did you come to be on these, this island? I came here looking for a place of my own. I've been here for a long time. I do, uh, I do my fishing. I do my living. I survive out on my own. I don't need much of uh, civilization. Occasionally, I get some people uh, sail by, or I go to the small port uh, south of here. That's where I'd recommend you go. There's a small uh, island a couple days away. That small dinghy just might get you there. They've got uh, a couple larger boats that can take you wherever you want for a price. That is great. That is the incredibly helpful. As it were, we will definitely take that advice. I would like to explore this fortress first, perhaps. My companions are so interested as well. Why don't you take them, Landward? It'll be fun. I'm not going anywhere near there. The last time was dangerous, and the blue man said that uh, it's just getting more and more crowded there. If you're going, I'd tell you to head head to the towards the towards the light. And next to the railing, you can find a, a hidden ladder. And up that ladder, there's a way in that takes you right to my ghostly friend. We should visit him as well. But I'd tell you, stay <clears throat> quiet. 
and stay out of the sight of the sky as much as you can. Or is it the water? I'm not sure. Maybe it's both. Knowing <clears throat> our luck, it is both. <laughs> <laughs> he then asks you guys to regale him with the tale of Captain Jagged, but you're more than happy to describe uh, in detail about uh, all your escapades and what happened and the crazy battle, which he's very excited about. Maybe uh, a sea shanty or two. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and um, he also tells you that there's, uh, he believes that the giant statue, um, which fell over long ago, once was looking out over uh, at the fortress. The statue was felled and, and looks at the uh, the fortress islands. It's it's a it's a good hour hour by Rowan, my uh, by my best guess. You've got a fortress on two islands spanned by stone. Nothing like that you've ever seen before. And you can see it from here easily, but not with this snow. Uh, Sildren will kind of, you know, continue with open-ended probing questions to figure out if there's anything else to glean from him um, as far as interest in the, in interesting on the island. What kind right. of fur is he wearing right now? <laughs> is it wolf? <laughs> <laughs> it is. There's a little bit of wolf on there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the night or uh, the day goes on and he uh, is very excited to hear all your stuff and your food, which is quite bland to you guys, is a delight to him. And let's take our break there and uh, we will be back in a couple minutes. See you then. Excuse me, children. Are you sure we're following the right path? Something troubling you, Master Yara. Well, it's, it's just that this map Piercy gave me is very confusing. What does it read? It says go to twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards and subscribe to stay up to date on new live streams every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's so confusing about that. Langward leans over to Fiel and says, if uh, if these uh, warriors are uh, heading north, you best not go with them. You are the crustiest, ornerest sailor I know, but uh, death, death is uh, north of here. Don't go. Stay here. I've, I've, uh, take your boat south or uh, if, with your help, Two, three weeks, I can get my old uh, little craft ready to go. But don't go north, Fiel. Boys. Fiel looks out to the rest of the heroes. Did you just call me a boy? And my fair Pelik, the truest of all the heroes. She really rubs that salt in the wound just now. Um, I owe all of you more than just my life. You may think you are just a group of young friends and adventurers sailing after a fierce battle. 
But I wrote down every word you said on that thingy. And your song will live on. Your names. Every single word, Piercy. (laughs) And I'm going to publish. Your names will live on in the caverns of these aisles. And as long as the wind is carried in my breath, you are legends to me. But I can't go any further. I will take your advice, Landward, and I will go with you in a couple weeks. And if you are, I will send a ship here for you all if you are still here. But I hope you find your way back home. And she kind of huddles together with uh, Landward and um, Cabal. Cabal says, I'll keep an eye on her. I made a promise to you a while ago, Cabal, and I intend to keep it. I can't speak for the rest of the group here, but I will help you overthrow your brother. She nods and says, I think the first step is, can we have this yurt? Uh. It's quite cozy and it's quite cold (laughs) and you're heading north. Well, uh, Would you like to roll for it? (laughs) Uh, It was given uh, to me. Piercy looks at the rest of the... (laughs) Piercy, let let them borrow it. No! Don't let them borrow it! What are we gonna do? He's got a place! He's been here for years! Where do you live, man? I told you I'm not telling you where I live. <laughs> I've got up two sun. magic yurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're missing his number three over here. That's <laughs> um, where the hot tub goes. I'm, I'm building a studio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what. Um... Renros is leaning in 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 charitable. <laughs> Stare on uh, <laughs> uh, you can use Celine watches us all. The you party is split on this. <laughs> you can use the yards. It's, it's okay. And uh when when we get back uh, uh we'll we'll take it back from, from there. Okay? Very very good, very good. And she pats you painfully on the shoulder with vigor. Okay. Uh, you take you to care of it, yes? Yes, she pats you again and lingers a bit with the pat, Piercy. Uh, it seems to be more of a pushing now. A little, <laughs> more of a pulling. The, right. <laughs> the knot is over here. Uh, 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 Lingward mm. says, uh, it's uh, about time for me to get going since I've uh, passed on some uh, information and then let me sh- let me point you and he pulls uh, Yaru out into the snow and shows where your trees are, where the shore is, where your dinghy is and points very clearly. That way is where you want to head for the fortress, but that is the way I recommend and he points south by southwest. You're looking one hour to the north, 
two days south. And that will bring us where? To a small island, small port. There's uh, two uh, boats that are almost always there, far bigger than your dinghy, and they can safely get you to where you want to go. You don't want to be on the open ocean if the weather kicks in more than just snow. Uh, so, uh, uh, wait a minute. Um, a vivac uh, one hour to the north, or we go two and a half days to the south? You walk one hour to the north, you're going to be a frozen ice cube on the bottom of the sea, you idiot. You've got a dinghy here. It looks fairly indestructible. Take it north an hour. <laughs> and then south? Two days in the dinghy. All right. Uh, he walks over to Yaru. <laughs> Yaru and Sildren and Palik, you three in particular, and says, mm -hmm. since I've uh, helped you out a bit with some uh, some knowledge, I, I ask for a favor in return. What's the this favor? This yurt. Like? No. He says, <laughs> if you ever make your way to the town of Virik, tell, uh, tell Magdora that I'm alive and well, would you? Uh, we will certainly do that. He holds out his hand and does the Roman hand class with the three of you and nods to the rest of you and says, uh, I'll uh, check back on uh, you ladies uh, tomorrow then to Fiel and Cabal. Uh, name of that island and uh, or the town and the name once more, please. Virik Magdora. You choose which is which. Uh, Yaru would like to have received, uh, gotten uh, maybe a feather or some kind of token uh, to kind of prove um, his name, his namesake. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. Cool. By the way, uh, what is the name of this island? He says, well, this is my island. I call it Down Manile. Yaru island. write that down. Yeah. He'll have uh, Piercy like turn around so he can write it on his back. Real quick, down the Nile. But who does uh, what? What my does notes. everyone else call it? My notes just say Sunka's Island. Ooh. <laughs> he says it's got no name. It's a rock, middle of the sea. And he uh, takes off. And you guys are doing what? Go north. Yeah, it's yes. only an hour. Yeah, yeah he said to yeah. go north to, to the fortress if we're to check it out. On the map, where where are the the three islands we're talking about? Where yeah, are they, um, where are they situated? They're situated on the northernmost part of the Thousand Isles. And is the northernmost island the one with the uh, fortress on it? Yes. Okay, so um, we go off to the dinghy now. I thought we were walking. It's you get in the dinghy and go an hour north, or it's on our same. Yes, island. we get the dinghy to go to the other island across the water an hour north to the fortress island. Does nobody speak Nordric? I, I speak an Nordric. You're terrible at this. <laughs> he was using three different dialects, making up words. 
Uh, no, I, I, Renros is already pushing out the dinghy, hopping in and going. Interpreting the, the meaning. Yes, uh, not a literal translation. No, it's exactly literal. It's Nordric. <laughs> Everything Nordric is directly literal. It also doesn't have possessives. So I don't know where you got that one. <laughs> Brenros is waving goodbye as he <laughs> rows away. Sildren, didn't... Uh... Didn't your elven friend once upon a time tell you about the northernmost island? And there was some, like, magical wizard shit going on? Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> never, question. never mind. <laughs> Not important. Uh. Yeah. Yara's chilling in the boat with Renros. <laughs> All right. And are you, you're leaving the raft and the yurt behind. Is that correct? Yeah, For now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the raft, All right. yes. <laughs> uh, you guys are aboard the boat and <clears throat> making your way northbound. You row, row, row your boat gently through the sea. <laughs> That's all I got. And you're making your way through, and Yaru, I assume, is on the oars as usual. Yeah, you got it. As you make your way, it is quiet, and you just start rowing and rowing. And as you look behind, you see the outline of the yurt and the outline of the trees just slowly fade away into the heavy snow. You shake off the snow from your bodies every now and again as you quietly make your way across. The water is uh, eerily calm as you continue to row. You continue to make your way uh, north and there is a thudding noise and sensation off your bow. Uh, Sildren has cast a vital beacon while we've been going on our way. All right. Hey, thudding. Xander accidentally falls into you and expends one. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you see that there is an ice flow that you have hit, and there are a few more ahead as you row further and further north. This is going to make it difficult. It'd be better to walk across these. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm not much for floating. sailing. Hey. Yaro, you uh, think it might be getting a little colder, too. Um, okay. It's definitely getting colder, and I don't think it's just my fur telling me that. Um, is it getting harder to, is the ice getting thicker as we approach, or is it just kind of... Um... It's getting thicker, but not by much. You okay. still row for quite a while, and then there's just another little thud, and then you can row for a while, and then another thud. How long have we been traveling for? About 30, 40 minutes. We Leak will go to the turn around. front of the boat and try to, like, push us off as we're, like, going into these like ice chunks, she'll try to like maneuver us a little bit around them. All right. Palik, as you do so, you can see off in the distance through the snow, a faint bluish emanation of light 
So it's white grayish snow, but this tinge of blue snowish color. There is a light off in the distance that is barely shining through. He, he told us to follow the light. Let's uh, keep going. Head course that way. That way. He also told us to be careful and quiet. Follow the rail too. Yes, a head-on approach may not be the best. Path. But he told us to go towards the light. Very he well. Said we look for the railing near the light. Your will proceed. You continue. Not long after that, you hear a screeching sound high up in the sky to your right. And you hear a, almost immediately another screeching sound even further away ahead and to the left. I think that's uh, what we don't want to be seen by. Does it sound a humanoid scream? Um, not a scream, a screech. screech. Definitely not humanoidish. Okay. Uh, he said not to not to be seen by the things in the sky. Stay quiet and stay still. Row quietly, sound... Master Young. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I'm gonna like screeching. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> Did, have we heard this before? We we encountered some screeching before on the on the on the f- spires. Is this anything like what we heard there? Make a nature roll, please. <laughs> Those were seagulls. I'm so Anna. good at nature rolls. Nature, <clears throat> nature. I'm like a druid. <laughs> yeah, it's speaking of which, can, so it's a can... seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> can Sildren help fill in the blanks here? Sure, go ahead, Sildren. <laughs> Show them how it's done. <laughs> Uh, geez, I have to find nature first. There we go. Well, there you yeah. go. I mean, a 44, <laughs> as it were, with a natural 20. Filled. <laughs> you fall out of the sky. Your fucking modifier is 24. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sildren, you remember the sound that Xander's talking about and uh, Yaru is correct. That is just seagulls that were at the spire. These sounds you're hearing are not seagulls for sure uh, and you have not heard them before but you would identify them to be um, predatory with a little bit of intelligence behind it. The tone uh, uh, appears some sort of bit of communication than just a raw screech. Sure. Yeah. You continue to row. Yeah, I'm going to row a little slower than if that matters in our, uh, for our purposes here, uh, just to make sure we're being quiet and not even creating too much of a wake or anything uh, by okay. the oars. You go very quiet, and uh, Palik is quietly pointing left or quietly pointing right so you don't thud into any more ice. Constantly the, shoving bread into Xander's mouth, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the light is getting uh, ever um, uh, closer as you make your way there, and because you're going so quiet, you hear the heavy flapping sound of a sail overhead briefly. Uh, Sildren, you identify it as a single flap of enormous wings. Mm-hmm. You see ahead of you, 
maybe 150 feet or so, uh, the snow stops falling in a brief shape of a line <laughs> crossing ahead That's before beautiful. the snow resumes its heavy fall. Is it dragon shape, maybe? It's just a crude, crude <clears throat> concept of snow not falling. Brenros turns to Selder and says, just tell me when I should panic. <laughs> Five minutes ago, and <laughs> you continue to be cliche, but we're going to need a bigger dinghy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The dinghy is indestructible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we figured that out. You continue rowing, oh, and I'm still going until told otherwise. Yeah. Oh. As you row, you come to an unusual visual sight. If it's not been unusual uh, already, you come to a spot where, how do I describe this? I'll describe it fully outside of the snow. You have not seen this. What you have is a, imagine Alcatraz, but four times taller and at least twice, maybe three times as big. On top of that is a fortress made of stone of multiple uh, levels, tiers with uh, huge battlements. And half a mile away is a smaller island, also tall, but not as wide. And it has more fortress on top of it, also imposing multiple floors, old design. Spanning that half mile is the largest stone bridge in all of Varen connecting the two fortresses. The bridge is of such thick construction with, pos uh, with huge battlements and structures built across it. It is almost like it is one gigantic fortress that just spans two islands. And what you guys have done, particularly Yaru, you have now <laughs> rode halfway under this span of stone where no snow can fall. Okay. Sir Brenrose, in your learnings of the kingdom and such, as you learned of any such castle and fortress as this, this has to have been a huge endeavor for its time. I'm going to make a roll for you, sir. A huge endeavor. But I can honestly tell you in all my years, I have <laughs> never seen anything like this. <laughs> that cheek was awesome, Tom. <laughs> Shall we quietly move forth and... Yeah. Try to gain entrance. Is there a. So the directions that Langward gave us was to um, basically head towards the light. Do we see there, any light? Yeah, he what said you can a see is ladder. as follows there I is a huge, slightly arced span, again, half a mile long and really wide. You are reaching the smaller island fortress that the span re, uh, connects to. Un directly underneath where it connects at the base of that small island is a st narrow stone dock 
that you can see you're still some distance away but no snow is blocking your vision now as you're mm -hmm. approaching you can see on there is some sort of magical device that is emanating a blue light I say dock, but there's absolutely no ships there whatsoever. But what you do see from quite some distance away still, uh, you know, two, three hundred yards away, you do see two small humanoid dragons standing near that device. Um, doing something with it or guarding it, you're not sure which. They are slightly armored. They have some sort of weapons in hand. They are white dragon kin with uh, wings that are folded in that are white. And that is your current situation. The dock extends left and right beyond the reach of the span where snow then covers those ends of the dock. From here, you see no railing. Have these creatures obviously spotted us? Are they like looking right at us with those weapons or are they just kind of milling about or? They are milling about. This is probably our last opportunity to turn back if we were so inclined. Is there any such uh, lores to be gleaned? Had anything like this ever been told in books that uh, Ernest might have read or anything Negative. in the halls of Carahal? Nothing? Negative. I know nothing of these creatures. They're so impressive! Do you speak you... Draconic, perchance? Or any of you? I speak a lot of things. I've, I've picked up a lot of books and learned some stuff, but I don't think I've even heard of someone else speaking Draconic. Heck, I haven't even heard of dragons near Varen for a really, really long time. Xander, make an Arcana roll for me, please. You gotcha. Perhaps this is one place we should not be. Arcana. Despite the guidance of Mancilia pointing <gasps> us in some oh. direction. <laughs> um, I rolled a natural one for 20 total. But you, yes, but I have two hero points that this seems like a good reason to spend them. Just, just use one of them. Okay. I use one of my hero points. Bleak, can you mm. help me remember with my three that I just rolled for a total of 22? With a total oh. of 22, you recall Xanner some mention of a fortress to the north that was repurposed for magic. If this is anything like what I've heard of, there's supposed to be some fortress to the north that was repurposed for magic, that was turned into a magical place. My guess, and it's a, just a guess, but this could be that place, which would be really cool because I might be able to finally discover where I came from and how I got my magic. Well, this was your, kind of your idea. This was your thing. Yes, I, I feel like it should be up to you what we do here. You came in very confident earlier about this fortress. You were bouncing up and down. I gotta tell you, More I, than normal. I'm thinking with the 
with the way that things are, the fact that we found Mancilla and this is his place, right? Through knowledge, all things are can be unlocked through power. We can get so much here. Maybe a little wild, maybe a little chaotic, but there will be so much to know. <clears throat> I think we should go for it. Please say yes, please say yes, please say yes, please say yes. Please say yes, please say yes. I'll side with I'll side with you on this. We are. But if we all die, it's your fault. <laughs> you, you said that before, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Probably more than once. <laughs> um, Yaru will. So if I'm picturing this right, we're at the dock and they're just kind of further You down. are in no way near the dock. You're two to 300 yards away. Imagine a, uh, uh, a 50 foot wide bridge that goes half a mile. You're yep. 300 yards away from the end of it. Now there's no snow. You're just coming out okay. of the edge of the snow and 300 yards ahead is a thin little dock of stone mm-hmm. that disappears into the snow on either end or you can yep. continue straight on in, in clearness and you where you can see two of these oh, okay. uh, dragon folks but we're we're staring kind of right at them they are off in the distance two or yeah. 300 yards away yes um, i it, do we greet them do we greet them head on or do we approach in stealth come this far i don't see any reason well, there are lots of reasons. I mean, Langward <laughs> said that he was friendly with the wizard. Well, with the spirit, he seemed to indicate that it was some form of spirit, is the impression that I took from it. He also said but, it was dangerous and that they seemed to refer to they or them as potential something potentially dangerous. If we do greet them, we should be as close to this dock as we can be, because we are vulnerable on this dinghy, if it is for combat. I I agree with the children. This is very hazardous. (laughs) What? (laughs) It was very hazardous. And it's perilous. And then the perilous also hazardous yes i think we should not dock right up to them i think we should go find a place kind of get ourselves in close to the island we're pretty sneaky we can continue to be that way and then try to find the entrance close to the blue light at least we'll find where the railing and the hidden ladder is uh looking around is there any other place where we can put ashore you can just see this strip of clear of clear sky where the snow is blocked by the bridge. Um, it's almost like a curtains of snow onto the right and left that you've just parted through. Yeah. The only saving grace of this terrible vision uh, with a visibility with the snow is that if you are back in the heavy snow, you can still see exactly where that light is. You've seen that from you know, ha- a half a mile away, and you can relatively know where it's at at all mm-hmm. times. And the light is where the dragon can are, yeah? Yes. I don't see no railing. Perhaps I will. Well, we can go to one side. Yes. Will, and Yara's gonna like kind of 
begin to. You said uh, stay out, stay out of the side of the sky, which I don't know what that yeah. means, but probably these creatures that. Uh, I'm gonna go back into like back up a little bit into the snowbank and then kind of go on the edge of the snowbank towards the okay. dog. So we can still you, keeping an eye on the blue light. Sure. You angle the boat back out. It is comforting to be hidden by the snow. It's also disconcerting that you can't see them. Yeah. But you are now, you, but you, they can't see you, hopefully. And you are uh, rowing quietly. You see Palik making a hand motion and getting very drastic with this hand motion to not make any sound of the oncoming thump and you're able to guide the boat around another ice flow. You continue to go and the blue light gets closer and closer but it's off to the side as you're uh, um, uh, in the uh, heavy snow falling down you row and row and you get close and Palik makes some sort of I don't know what aviation uh, X kind of motion (laughs) to bring the boat to a stop as Palik you can see there is a stone dock that Yaru has approached and is coming right up to a rusty almost fallen into the sea metal railing there's a railing that's what they were. That's that's what that guy was talking about. Um, so, so let's go. We should, yeah. As soon as as soon as we can find uh, room enough to walk, um, uh, aside the railing, Yara will tie off the dinghy. All right, you tie off the dinghy. You are now on an eight foot wide stone platform dock that extends. 80 feet uh, one direction that essentially 20 feet from now is in perfect clear space yeah. and about 40 <laughs> feet beyond that there are two of these dragonkins they're about 60 feet away as you are all quietly hiding in the snow at the end of this dock and everyone is uh, safely on the dock and uh, you also particularly Brenros although you've got your your good breathing uh, capability, you know, going into this uh, icy water would also be really, really bad. It is super, super cold water. Oh. And the bow is securely uh, tied down. If, shall we attempt to greet them? And if so, perhaps Sir Brenrose, if they speak the common tongue, you would be best suited to do it. The, the railing is goes away from them as well, right? The railing is about a 12 foot section. So imagine it's this thin, uh, what did I say? Eight foot wide stone platform. You're on one end of it. And so you've essentially just got a small L piece of railing that used to extend across the whole thing. It's all gone. You just have this little bit right here. Okay. I think, I think uh, V should surprise him. The tall one said there was the tall one. Yes, Brenros. The tall one said there was a ladder somewhere. That's what was mentioned. Where the light is. He said there is a ladder by the railing, but to look for the light. So Uh, we do that. uh, You look around. Yeah, you're just gonna climb ten feet and look up high and kind of. Yaro, you start climbing around. It's fairly easy for you. You have a climb speed of what? 
It is 10 feet. 10. So it, he's not a fast climber, but he doesn't uh, ever fail unless it's extreme circumstances. Uh, and this is rugged enough for you to easily climb and move around. And you find a strange purchase of a slit in the brick wall large i'm studying brick sorry stone wall large stone wall you find a, a slit and there are multiple of them and you see there's been a ladder an inverted ladder cut into the stone that goes up and up and up and up from the base of the dock up into the snow above uh instead of yelling at anyone he's just going to kind of smack his tail against uh Piercy's face hey here the ladder is here oh, okay I don't Everyone. think. Thank you. Hey, hey, guys. Is it this away? And I'm just going to uh, lead on and climb up. So I'm not Thanks. talking to anyone. Goodness. Climbing a ladder now. Seems like we Goodness. are going to. We have found no a path that we may be able to avoid these creatures altogether. Hey, I just want to make sure. Sneaky. I will be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, Bleak. I'm being quiet. Sure, you will. He just told so, me there's a ladder. So, so I have a, a skill feat called Quiet Allies. Yes. Which means uh, I'm skilled at moving with the group, which means the lowest uh, modifier. Instead of rolling separately, we can all roll the lowest modifier of stealth that we have mm -hmm. as a group probably be and, use, <laughs> and use the highest roll. Well, so we gather our... That's crazy cool. Yeah. So you just kind of so lead us along. Who's our lowest stealther? But I need mine's a, Yeah, mine's a plus seventeen. Uh, no, no, I haven't called for a roll yet, but we do have that in mind. Okay. Uh, and you guys are making your way up. Who is first? Uh, I believe that was Yaru. Master yep. Yaru. And then Brenros, I assume, always bringing up the rear. Always. Okay, you guys climb up and up, and it is weird because it is quiet. Snow lightly falling on you as you're climbing up the side of a tall rocky island up towards a fortress that you can't even see. Um, there's <laughs> so much snow falling around you. You can hear some screeching sound multiples far behind you about uh, half a mile or so. And you hear that screeching sound again. And you climb. Yaru, as you climb, the ladder comes to an end, which is some small alcove. This wall you're climbing up is made of large stones, perhaps four feet tall by six feet wide. And you have reached a spot where one of those stones has sunken in about five feet. And you're able to climb in and you are out of the snow as the next hero comes up and the next hero getting more and more cramped in this small uh, cramped little spot. The ladder has come to an end. It is about 50 feet up that you have climbed. Uh, as I get here, I'm looking for any additional um, either mechanical devices or um, uh, further slits in the wall, in the alcove, um, creases. Um, you really find anything. such a thing on the far 
wall that this stone uh, little compartment that you've walked into is, the opposite wall that you've uh, stone you've come ag come against has a has another uh, slit in its base that you can grab onto, and the whole stone doesn't weigh anywhere near as much as it would seem, and it can be pulled inwards and pushed uh, pushed inwards or pulled outwards. It slides and makes a a grinding noise as it does so. Um, I will attempt to as soon as uh, everybody's in and can see can follow me in. It's just it's just like a ten foot space we're in, kind of. Even cramped in that, yeah. Okay. Brenros is waiting on the ladder. Um, yeah, yeah. So before anyone um, uh, actually to get in, oh, awkward sorry. question. Um, I guess Shunka came up on my back, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. That or like, I mean, you know, Malinois can climb freaking ladder, so. I don't think Shunka can make it up there. How do you want to handle that? You have another way? Uh, tying them on, like, like. Got the bag of holding. <laughs> no. You could tie them to Brenros's back. What? Wait, wait. I have enough to worry about. No. No, I can. I can totally do it. I. He'll be. I'm almost designed for it. Actually, tie him to my back. He'd be fine. Uh, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, I. What well, if we for, tie I, him? I really don't think Shunka would suffer the indignity of being tied to your back. <laughs> what if um, we? What if we tie him into a harness and we can pull him up when we get up there? Yeah, that we that that would be viable. Okay, I need Sildren to, I will be making a stealth roll for Sildren for overall harness and uh, uh, coordination with his new friend, Shunka. Where are you at, stealth? Oh, you got a pretty good, you got a plus yeah. 17. That is respectable. And there is some, things a little bit of growling every now and again and you're I don't pulling. you have wings <laughs> <laughs> and you pull and pull you need more room Yaro what are you doing to help him out uh, I'm gonna climb down and you know just kind of do this you know I'm trying to I'm free soloing on the wall as I'm pushing this guy yeah. I'm holding out with my kung fu grip <laughs> You have the combat out. climber feet, which allows to let you do one-handed holds and still yeah. do useful things. So yeah, you're you're helping out, uh, and you're able to pull and pull Shunka up into this space. And Shunka has the frightened one condition for a bit. Uh, I'm going to say Shunka has the frightened one condition until Shunka tastes blood. Fair enough. Oh. So not long. Yara goes back to the door. <laughs> I, I do have a question. Since you've brought up the frightened one condition, would uh, Brenros calming aura remove that condition? Uh, no. No. Okay. While while for alarm. Yaru went down, um, Palik wants to take a look at the door and kind of yeah, yeah. see if there's any traps or anything goofy about it. Sure, and that for, it was more of an agitated one, uh, flavored, frightened. If that makes any sense for uh, for Shunka, uh, Palik, make a perception roll, please. A thirty-two. Thirty-two. You detect that this 
wall section will easily move. There are no traps upon it. There is no way to lock or unlock it. And you believe it was moved within the last week. Okay. I'm not going to move it. I'll let Yaru do that. But I, I did want to like just make sure it wasn't trapped or... All right. It is not, and it is very tight in this small nook, especially with a uh, bulky wolf. Brenros is still clinging to the top of the ladder, waiting to get in there. What is the light situation after, as I open the rock uh, opening? So you're opening, that's the uh, big question. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna, I will go ahead and open the rock after I give a look back and a nod to everybody. All right, you're hit by a trap. No. Um, <laughs> you, push. you taste blood. <laughs> you push and push, and the rock gives way, and you see there is a small drop uh, about 10 feet down to a small um, corridor just underneath, and it is dark in there. Uh, I'm going to climb down very stealthily, not okay. jump down. You climb down, you see there's another uh, inset ladder on that mirror wall as you climb down. And there's I'm going a... like head first and like popping my head in, okay. you know, and checking, swiveling around the room and checking if anyone's there, you know. This is a small corridor that is very narrow and you believe this is some sort of secret corridor within the fortress. It is not well okay. used, it is totally not lit. Uh, awesome, yeah, I'll uh, go down and um, approach and let everyone know it's crowded and or, uh, 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 you know, narrow and such. Sildren shows Shunka the harness kind of questioningly and Shunka growls and just jumps in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone makes their way in. Brenros is finally able to get out of the snow and you guys are in this passage. Yaro leading the way, the passage goes uh, 40, 50 feet before coming to an end where it uh, ends in a trap door of old wood on the floor. Okay. Um, before, before you open that, can I take a look? What did Langward, did Langward reference this in some way? I don't think he could fit in this chamber. So stay, stay out of the side of the sky, and he mentioned probably the water as well. Head to the light, <laughs> find the railing, find the hidden ladder to find the blue man, then ask for a favor. Venture Not the blue man, that's, that's blue if man. we find Morganic. Perhaps the blue light we saw earlier <clears throat> was some sort of gift to the dragons a peacekeeping artifact or some type of device or, for them to use. Or it was just like a, a lighthouse, like a guiding light. It, it very much could just be a light as well. Nanner wants uh, to detect magic behind Palik. Detecting magic behind Palik, you detect magic of conjuration. There is conjuration magic. Can I pinpoint where it is? Where am I? Can I not move that? Can you? Yeah, it's pretty good. Let me, show, <laughs> let me tell you. The, the uh, spell says. Yes. Says. Yes. Okay. Turning into piercing. <laughs> <laughs> spell says. 
You learn the school of magic for the highest level effect within range of the spell detects. If the magic effects are equally strong, you determine which one the GM does. As of third level, when it's heightened to fourth, which it is, uh, you also pinpoint the source of the highest level of magic. Like for an imprecise sense, you don't learn the exact location, but can ah. narrow it down to within a five foot cube. All right, it is 20 feet below you, slightly off from directly underneath this trap door. There is a conjuration spell right under this door and a little bit over that way. And it has just moved slightly. It moved by itself. Uh, uh, what? What? That what could is a conjuration spirit? Spell? Uh, potentially a conjured spirit. Yeah, a conjuration is someone that got called in. It, it, it was created out of magic. It's not getting any warmer in here. <laughs> I, I agree. And Leek's uh, gonna check this door for traps. I can don't want to be roll. that guy, but... <laughs> oh, shit. Um, well, I rolled a one. I'm gonna keep oh. it. Okay. Uh, there are absolutely no traps here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's no traps! <laughs> you know you're going to pay for that in some other way, right? Uh, uh, well, yeah, for sure. Uh, after you, Piercy! Uh, no, I say after you. <laughs> uh, not seeing anything, Polik will go ahead and bite that bullet and open the door. <clears throat> You open the trap door. You see beneath you is a chamber that is dark, that immediately lights up with two different fireplaces upon you opening that door. Vroom, vroom. Two fireplaces light up. You see it is heavily carpeted in red. There is some furniture down below and you hear someone say, Hello. Hello. Is, uh, there a there's a ladder down. You said there is. Uh, Polik will go down the ladder. All right. More slits cut into the stone. You climb down. You find yourself in a study looking room there are some nice chairs there's uh some uh some cozy sofas these fires there's a, a fur rug of some old old bear looking fur rug there's some heraldry uh, uh on the wall on a shield and there is also, as the rest of the group, I assume, is making their way down, there is a ghostly <laughs> blue um, spirit standing um, by a door. Xanar, uh, I think you take over here. Peep and I, friend! We are a lot of things. We're so excited to meet you. We were sent here by Langward over on uh, the uh, Downman Isle. How may I be of service? <laughs> we are seekers of knowledge. We want to understand the magic that works here, where it comes from, and what things that we can gain and learn from it. There is much magic here. That much is certain. There has been magic here for longer than I have been here. 
Where did it come from? It was originally here from the Chalorans before my master arrived, and then he had his own magic, and I myself am magic. What kind of magic are you? I am a spirit of this place, of no place, not from anyone, but of pure magical creation. I have been a a, a guardian of from solitude to my master for many years. Does your master still live here and work here with his magic? Unfortunately, my master, Majinor, has passed away. I'm sorry to hear it. Was your master Chaloran? No, he was not Chaloran. My understanding is no Chaloran has stepped foot within these walls for hundreds and hundreds of years. But alas, time gets the best of us, although not me. What is your name? I have no name. I am a spirit protector. You may call me the spirit protector. <clears throat> Thank you, spirit protector. If we were going to be seeking out knowledge of the magic that your master used and of kind of conjuring where you came from and what we can understand about ourselves, where would we go about finding that? He eyes you closely and steps, floats towards you, Xanner, and reaches out a translucent, ghostly blue hand towards your head and gets closer with the hand and closer with the hand. He gently touches your head, your forehead, and it is the coldest you have been in all week when he touches it. <laughs> and Tim's got the visual. And he closes his eyes and says, I am not sure I trust you. I see much chaos within you. I see you have caused much damage and hurt to your very friends. He then turns to Sildren and reaches out with a bluish hand. There is a growl from nearby. Mm -hmm. He continues to approach. Uh, Shunka steps between the two of you. He reaches out and touches you. Shunka bites at him uh, and does no damage and cannot hurt the spirit protector. The spirit protector ignores it and touches you if you'll let him, Sildren. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He touches you with his cold, dead hand. And <laughs> as he does so, he says... Uh kind of like easing Shunka while while this is all happening. I sense you are a murderer who has slain a man in cold blood and are not worthy of the knowledge you seek. Oh. Watch your step forward, Sir Brenros. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cold. <laughs> You're gonna get a little colder. 
don't like the cold. What do you want? What? Let's Does Brenner's recognize you. this as a spirit? As a uh, undead or unnatural in that regard? It uh, It is definitely an undead ghost, but it does not appear to be a harmful one. You, ha- you have come across somewhat similar ones in Temples of Soline long ago, but not exactly like this. Does this evoke a strong sense of, I must destroy you? Not in any way. Not in any way. What 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 is it you require, spirit? He approaches you with a outstretched hand and gets closer and closer and touches your helmeted head and touches your skin through it and you are cold and he says I sense you are eager to prove yourself more than should be necessary but you are a man true of heart what is it that you seek oh the gold he wants the gold (laughs) like we all seek we desire truth we desire knowledge can you grant Uh, this I will grant this I can tell you that this place was used by my master Majinor for many years he practiced his arts and used the power of the rift here to complete his studies. He was obsessed with the night sky, but more than that, Majinor loved to clone a copy of himself, which helped keep uh, myself company over the years when Majinor was busy. But now Majinor has passed, all my company has passed, and the power has been stripped away by these wicked invaders who have arrived. Who are the wicked invaders? I cannot say exactly where they are from. I have known them only as Colium guards. The, the 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 white dragon people we saw below that is correct they have arrived a few weeks ago they have occupied the fortress both north and south and some sections of the span i sense even now they have completely dominated the upper theater where the rift is located i sense 40 or more dragonkin of various types there. What rift? Percy just walks the other way and heads back to the dinghy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is gone. That might be a good plan. <laughs> can you tell us what you know of the rift? I can tell you that the rift is a important part of this location that was a focal point of the original construction, according to my master. 
he used the power for his research. It's granted a great deal of energy to fuel his magics. I do not know the purpose of the Colium Guards in what they are doing here, but their defiling of this place is most unacceptable to me. I believe they are here for two reasons. The Rift, first and foremost, and secondly, to grab a hold of anything that my former master once used for his magic. Um, the... It, kind of taking where the rift would probably be, does that look like it could match up with the um, thing in the Nexus, basically, that I associate with a garbage chute? Um, the, basically, the I guess, the window or the exit? Um, so in the understand. Nexus, like, there's, like, if you look out, there's, like, an ocean or whatever. Right. Uh, is that where the rift might be? Is that where that that might open up to? Um, make an arcana roll or a cult. Brennos would like to press his uh, question further if he can. Sure, hold on one second. We'll do this roll real fast. Since you guys all have your skills instantly up and ready to go. Wow. Natural one. Natural one. You have no idea whatsoever, and you go still as you are stupefied by your own thoughts. Brennos, you have uh, a question. Approaches even closer uh, to the spirit. Uh, spirit guardian how far does your vision go do you see just this place or do you see beyond it my eyes see only what is here within this fortress i can tell you what is within these walls and upon these walls how may i be of assistance to you with this i can tell you that they have not while they have occupied the upper theater in mass, they have not located uh, Maisonor's personal chambers. What could be of use? Turning to, turning to Zanners. Say that again, Yarrow. Okay. Uh, he just asks, what sort of things did Maisonor build that we might use to resist these creatures? Maginor has acquired many items over his lifetime of magic. He, these would be of uh, em, empowering use to the Colium Guards. A man of honor, he says, nodding towards Sir Brenros. You would be of value in taking these items to a nearby king or noble knight. Anyone would be much better to have these than the defiling monsters. And you could get us to these items without them seeing? I can tell you to take the blue steps. He motions towards a second door you did not even see behind a, uh, to the, barely covered by a bookcase, and that door opens up. The blue steps to the classroom will, I'm starting to talk. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, love your glasses, watch. Tim. Uh, <laughs> I have old eyes now. <laughs> the blue steps to the castle. Oh, man, now I'm in trouble. Now you're doing it. Now oh, you're doing God. it. He might have to change his voice instantly. <laughs> Just go back to the Voldemort. Uh, blue steps. That was good. All right. All right. All right. 
Ah, damn it! <laughs> Blue steps is where you would go. God, son of a! <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta, I have to change his voice now. I'll make it deeper then. Blue steps. Oh man, this is so screwed. All right, I'm not doing any voice. Blue steps is where you want to go. <laughs> the classroom, or I think is what you say. To the class. What did he say? Yeah, to the classroom. <laughs> and focus on the class as Majinor used to, to access his private study. And, yeah, he kind of, he looks at you, Xanner, closely. Yeah, and Xanner. says, you might want to continue to follow the blue steps beyond that. Past Sonolis Hall, there is the great span. There just might be something, he looks at you again, of interest there. Dangerous to find, but interesting to you, perhaps. Please, please understand, I'm very young to this and I've never been trained in magic at all. It's just always been a part of me and I've never known why. I've never known what it's for. I've tried my best to do good with it and I have hurt others. I've heard him by accident. I've heard all of my friends before. I just don't know what I'm doing. I want to know. I want to know who I am. I want to know why I have this. Any help you can give would be appreciated. I will take those steps. Thank you. He nods. Do you, do you have any information about um, about these guards? Weaknesses, perhaps, if we do run into them? I'm afraid I do not know much about their weaknesses. I know their locations, and I know where their energy is being spent. There are several of them scattered throughout this side of the fortress, several of them across the span, and most of them on the southern fortress. The way you have told us to go, will we be encountering these creatures? It is possible, but unlikely. The classroom is here within the northern side of the fortress, where the uh, Colium guards are the fewest. But there is another option available to you. Who does he like? Sir Brenros. He's telling you this, Sir Brenros. Under the span, the area between the islands here, if you were to touch a blue crystal and say the word of my master, a boat would appear, his boat, that would persist for seven days to get you where you might need to go. That is another opportunity. What's the word? His name. Bird, bird, bird. No! Uh, the <laughs> and the the blue crystal, though. Probably the blue light. I would imagine. Um, Yara's gonna ask him. Um, ask him. And what of his? You said to focus on his class. Was he a teacher? 
No, he was always considering himself a student, always a learner, and he always did something I was not privy to during the classroom time. And it was him as teacher, him as student. It was a strange affair, but his private study, he did attach to the classroom. One's journey is never quite finished as long as they draw breath. The whole group looks at you as you just made sense for the first time. (laughs) The learning is working. Uh, and I will go into the door, uh, into the blue door. Uh, not without grabbing a hero point for that. Um, and you go through it. The door is not blue, but you go through it, and there is a yeah. corridor that you start walking down. Sorry. Okay, let's go. Let's travel quiet, as quietly and quickly as we can. And yes, avoid I need as... to go collect Piercy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. You guys leave the spirit behind, and he watches. He can. He does not leave that study, and just looks out the door and cranes his neck as you go further and further down. <laughs> it is dark, but as you walk down the corridor, there are some greenish magical lanterns that hang from the sides of the of this ten foot uh, wide. Uh, uh, corridor. It is tall, maybe 30 feet tall, is unnecessarily tall. There are doors on the sides that uh, Palik or Piercy poke their heads down into, and you see there's a s- small storeroom here that hasn't been used uh, for a long, long, long time. There's a spot that has dilapidated wooden uh, bunk beds that could have housed uh, 40 people that have almost collapsed in on themselves. And you keep going and keep going. You you get the overall sense that this fortress has been used by different groups and different people uh, over the centuries, even millennia, perhaps. And particularly with Majinor's time, just abandoning different sections and just focusing on their own little area. So it's it's you're almost walking through different historical times as you see different things. Chaloran writing that's almost faded with then heraldry from a hundred years ago that no one really uses, that kind of a thing. Real quick, Tom, before Sildren left the spirit behind, um, he has a, a mesmerizing opal. He pulls it out. Um, is this something that would be interesting to you in your time here? And he kind of sets it down and like lets it be, you know, kind of shine or whatever to see if it's something that would entertain him um, in his stay there. Where is a mes- there's a mesmerizing opal. Um, he says, uh, yes, thank you. That would be excellent. And Sildren will leave that with him. All right. He accepts it. He cannot grab it, but he kneels down next to it in awe of it. Okay. Nice. 
You walk down further, Yaru, with the group trailing behind quietly, and you see there are some tiles that you cross, and then there's a stairwell to the right. You keep going. Stairwell to the left has blue has made of uh, has steps that are made of three stones each step, and the middle stone is blue. And so you start heading that way, climbing up. You climb up higher into this fortress and walk down another corridor with blue lights. And as you round a corner, you see there are several of these, I think two of these coleum guards that are in the hallway up ahead it's a very narrow it's a fairly narrow hallway and they are talking to a few more up ahead and they are absolutely blocking your path i thought the spirit said they would not be in our path might not be in our path he also called you a murderer well I one mean, is right true. and one is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you will lie to truth and a lie. Well, shit. Want to try to sneak past? This yeah, is right the way there. he said to go, right? Yeah, blue steps. Blue steps. Oh, look. And I see no other way to do this. Let's wait for a few moments to see if they go anywhere. And can children understand what they're saying? Are they like they're they're speaking draconic? Okay. Maybe. Okay. They talk. They are talking. There's two of them in the corridor. They are talking to. There, I'm pinging on the map just out of view uh, where there's another guard who's also talking back to them. And then one of them can see you guys in this shadowy gloom and uh, screeches, yells something or draconic, and they immediately start flying towards you guys with these long uh, javelin spear-like things made entirely out of ice. They come racing at you, and we have a combat on our hands, everybody. Here we go! After you, everyone. I was wondering if that was coming. Is that a... That is a door up on the left. Okay. Yes. Correct. Ooh, Get out of my way! This is a perfect shot for me! <laughs> well, please Let's tell see. me that's not the... Uh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I received a notification said I do not have access to yeah, update the scene. Yeah, yep. it matters. Say it again. I received yeah, a notification that said I re- lack permission to update this scene. It's probably something I'm not permitted to see that might be in the fog. I don't know, but that was an error I was. Oh, okay. I don't know why that would be the case. I got it as well. We all got it when you uh, rolled initiative. Okay. Don't worry about that. I'm sure it's totally fine. First up is Master Yaru. Ooh, okay. Son of a bitch. Gosh. I mean, hey, uh, the league after you. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> um, oh, man. So he's flying towards me with a spear in his hand? Ice? Yes. Spear? Damn. 
Damn. If only you could hit him with a magic cone of fire or something. If only, if only the woodpecker sighed. Let me see. Don't, don't lose your hero point now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will, hearing Xander's sass, knowing what it means, something bad is coming, whether behind me or in front of me, I'm going to move... How far is that? He is 50 feet ahead of me. I'm going to go right to this door, uh, and I'm going to open that door and see what's inside that um, uh, possibly corridor, hallway, whatever. Oh, All I right. Click the door. I'm sorry. Diablo yeah, newbie. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Move there and go ahead and click the door to open it. Boom. I see just stone. Uh, is that is opening the door a second action? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's right. We can't see what he sees. Yeah, that's right. Last action. Thank God talking is free actions. <laughs> I'm going to... Hmm. What are you going to do? Well, I want to... I'm going to yell at him. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say... All right, you great ugly lizard. Come and get me! And I'm gonna teleport, or I'm not gonna teleport, I should say, I'm gonna go right here inside this room. All right. Yaru goes into the room and... Uh, oh, this is weird. I can't see you guys anymore. <laughs> yep. And we can't see or I help know. you. Yaru disappears. Next up is one of these creatures. It flies with speed and flies into that side yeah. chamber right next to you, Yaru, and accommodates you, comes flying in and stabs at you with its uh, spear of ice with a 26. Is that a ranged weapon attack? It is not a ranged weapon attack. It's stabbing you with a 26 to hit. Uh, does not hit. All right, strikes a second time with a ooh, 27 on the second one. Does not hit. Darn it. Um, what was this one? Shoot. No, didn't work. And what was this one? That's two. Okay, that is it. Next up is whom? Next up is Palik. Um, Palik's going to move up here. It's at 25 feet. Oh, and look at that. Uh, <laughs> flanking around the guy. Flanking. I expected to have to burn a second move, but I don't have to do that. So um, we're going to strike at this guy's back with a 32, 34, 34. excuse me. 34 is a hit. Nice. Hey, Tom, you need to add um, Shunka in as well, I believe. Okay. Uh, 32 points of damage. A lot of damage. <laughs> That's a big nice hit. hit. He's got extra backstabbing damage. Yep, and then I'm going to uh, strike again. With, uh, ooh, nice. Uh, 33. Yeah. 35. Uh, 35. 35 is a hit. Uh, so 30, 20, 24 more points of damage. 24. It's huge. All right, I think you're done. I am done. Sildren, you are up next. Um, okay. 
Stabbing and stabbing this dragon. So Sildren will come forward. Let's see, that's 70, so I need to be. I'm going to do two moves and end up there. Further up north. And then, oh, I'm actually going to. Yeah, and then um, that guy is 30 feet away. (laughs) So the guy, the um, creature that's the Colium guard that is in the, to our north in the hallway, uh, Sildren extends his hand um, and doesn't really have anything to say about it. He's just going to cast slow. Casting slow (laughs) on the guy. All right. Was this a fortitude save? Uh, let's see. Let's take a look. DC 30 fortitude save, yeah. Fortitude save. Here it comes. Uh, 35. 35. <laughs> so he's success. So he's slowed for one round. Okay. Got it. Is that it for your turn? Or do you have anything else going on? Um... Yeah, so Sodern's going to save an action for Shunka. First action. Shunka. Let's see, how fast is Shunka? Pretty fast. Uh, 40 feet. Um, Jesus. Nice. That's great. And so Shunka will come up 40 feet and attack this Colium guard. Yeah, you can uh, do that. With his jaws. Yeah! Oh, shit. Oh, almost man. a natural 20. Uh, 26 to hit. 26. Sunka's first bite is a miss. Ugh. All right. Very good. That's it. Done. Xanner. Oh, hey. no. <laughs> Hold on to your butt, children. <laughs> Thank God I'm behind Do you. Do not. You have single target, you jerk. <laughs> so, hey, if I can take it, you all can. Uh, let's see. If I was going to measure up to... Oh, my God. Whoa. Calm down. Lots of measuring. Xander is running forward to uh, be next to Palik and, and kind of behind uh, the crazy, scary wolf, Sunka. And then is going to cast an acid arrow at uh, straight north at the uh, uh, the Colium guard in the hallway still. So not okay. around the corner. All right. Um, doing so, there's a little bit of cover that your friends are providing them. So he'll have a bonus of one to his armor class. Go ahead and make your roll. Never mm, like that, but I will roll it anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. That caused you pause? You've been dropping oh, fireballs in us. No. Oh, no. oh, that's a Yikes. natural one. Oh, I've got one more hero point. Oh, take one of one. No, 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 no. It's going to save me some damage, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. You should have taken Yaru up, though, because he just. I was about to say, yeah, so I have one. three. Okay, yeah, well then, yeah. Um, all right. Take one of mine instead of Sildren's. I'm still spending it. Here we go. Take yeah. two. Oh my God, that's a 25 to hit. 25, it misses everyone, which several oh. people are still grateful for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a little tear, like, like a little acid splash on uh, Sildren's cloak. Ah, that's all I got. 
Sorry, you tried. All right. Is that um. Yeah, our healer's out front. This is this is going to be good times. A new enemy comes flying around ah! from a side room, s- flying right at Sildren. He's about, uh, let's see, what is he going to do? Yeah, he is uh, coming right at you, Sildren, and he goes into a draconic frenzy and makes two stabs and a uh, strike with his pointy tail with a triple attack with two actions. Here comes his attacks. Good luck, Sildren. That was almost really, really bad for you. 28? Miss. Really? Nice. 29 is the AC. Ah, 17? Yeah, miss. miss. And then his tail, 24. Oh, a flurry of attacks <laughs> and you were able to dodge and weave and nothing happens. Oh, that's just unfortunate. Uh, next is Sir Brenros Alderman. <laughs> Sir Brenros. Yeah, we've got this north-south long corridor with a couple side rooms. You're at the very bottom of this. Oh, yeah. All right, so I got to go here. That's. Am I able to go through Xanner? Yes. Uh, That's difficult yes. terrain. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Just take five feet off your total real fast. Don't no bother double clicking and all that. I'm going to go right here. I think that'll be fine. That's the end of my second. Uh, my third will be to raise my shield. And that is the end of my turn. Okay. That floating shield, is it raised automatically? Or is that still something he has to spend an action on? I have to spend an action. I can have it float around oh, okay. but a lot of my abilities are based off of me actually physically using it so yep all right a nether coleum guard comes flying out of the side chamber that is four in, in total that you have finally spotted this one comes flying out races towards the group comes up shy and right where palik is at blasts the area with a massive gout of ice that explodes around Polik's feet and strikes everyone, uh, even hitting the Coleum guards themselves, but they are completely resistant to it. And you guys are hit by a whole bunch of ice. Uh, What I need to do is have each of you guys make a 27 reflex save with uh, hold on, but doesn't count. Don't, doesn't count with um, Yaru getting a plus one bonus because you have a little bit of cover from the dude blocking you. Okay. Uh, and uh, and Piercy, you're totally fine. All you guys need to let me know is if you fail or pa- uh, pass or fail at 27 reflex save. Go for it. Yaru's is a critical success. So is Cleek. 37. Mine didn't roll. All right. If you could succeed, no damage. Should Shunka make one as well? Yes. 28 for... So that's a pass for Aldermane. Shunka's natural. Natural 20. Nice. It's that thick fur. Uh Uh-huh. She's a... uh, um, She's a northern... He he is a northern wolf. And Sir Brenros, you passed, did you say? I passed, yes. With a pass, you take 16 points of cold damage as you are still blasted by shards of it. Xander passed mm. too. It also takes it. Yep. Should 
Yeah, may, maybe being stacked on top of each other isn't a good idea. <laughs> hey, man, I, I tried. Oh, shit. A fifth in total coleum guard comes flying out of that side chamber and it repeats the same explosion i need everyone to make those same exact rolls again oh yeah even though shunka made a natural 20. yep xander passes so another 37 for yaru not yet uh okay yeah 27 on the target roll for uh Penrose. so that's a pass okay 30 Four and 32, so I passed both. Uh, critically succeeds. All right. If you passed, you take 14 points of cold damage. Ow. More ice goes shattering and bouncing around this tight little corridor. And there is oh. one last coleum guard who swings open a side door and disappears Ooh. and <laughs> Oops. hey Tom one other minor thing I don't have a uh, in, in the combat tracker Shinka's not there so I, I don't have the ability to take away his hit points there you go thank you and this one comes flying down the side chamber and uh, uh, closes in. Uh, it's going to go ahead and flank Yaru, but that takes Ooh. an extra action, annoyingly. Uh, but he does get one strike with his... Yeah. No, he's going to use speed surge. He can move up to twice his speed. He races yeah. over there with a single action and then does his draconic frenzy going oh. nuts on you. Uh, let's see if he's any more successful. God bless America. 23 with his first hit. No, sir. Strikes with the second one with a big uh, 23. But his tail comes with a huge... 16. Totally misses! <laughs> Their draconic frenzy is a wash. Uh, and Piercy, you're up. Does uh, does Piercy's panache count as uh, being gained on this turn? I believe so. Okay. So um, he'll... Piercy sees all this stuff going on in, in front of him in this narrow hallway and he just he pulls out his short sword and is like... <laughs> Uh, here we go, and um, puts up his uh, shield for one action. And, and then... to answer your question, as soon as initiative is rolled and you declare after you, you have panache. Right. So yes. Okay. And then he goes forty. He goes fifty feet. Uh, now each person's gonna take away five feet. Just be aware of that. Oh really? Yeah. Well, let's see what happens here. There you can just. You he might count. be able to help Yaru and not be in a giant explosion location, potentially. <laughs> and the audience can see everything that's going on, right? The audience can see if they're, if they're watching, watching, if they're listening, Bleak's it's just trying dead. to dodge and weave, <laughs> yeah, dodge, dodge and weave yeah, through us. It's a big, long-ass, narrow corridor full of baddies. Full of bad guys. Are you works. really going to get in the middle um, of all three of them to put yourself in a flank <laughs> position where Wait. I might or may not have been <laughs> dropping a fireball? <laughs> and so uh, first action was the vivacious bravado, and he gets a bonus of 15 hit points. The answer is yes. 
Just raise his shield, and the third action was to put himself in the middle of of these these dragons to try and um, gain their focus. Their attention. okay, trying to do a little mini tanking. Uh, new round, Yaru, you're up. Ooh, okay, I am going to. I want to try to continue my um, my threats on this one guy in front of me who came flying at me. So I'm going to try a feint. Uh, okay. For my first action here, um, never done this before, so I don't know how to. So uh, make a deception roll. Deception check. Ooh, not my best skill. What? Um, what is the other? Option demoralizes intimidation. I'm sorry, I'm figuring this out. Um, okay, yeah, I'll just I'll continue with my feint, and it's a deception roll. Try that against him. Uh, Twenty-eight. You have a success with a feint for your All first right. time ever. Sweet, and that does flat-footed. Success. Your foe is fooled, but only momentarily targets flat-footed against the next melee attack. Okay, so my next action, I am going to do a two-action, um, one-inch punch key strike. Oh, that is huge. You're not doing the rapid flurry. You're doing one big two-action. You're spending my last two actions to do a one-inch punch. I always get nervous when you possibly miss these um, big punches. Yes, <laughs> it is a possible. It's a big one if I miss. Which um, one are you hitting? The one uh, in front of Palik. The one that I, I'm, I am flanking with Palik. So does that bonus stack with the uh, the flanking? No, then don't then don't do a feint because you already got the flanking. So you still have an action yeah. after this, or you can turn you it into a it. triple action. Um, I'll do I'll do a two action key strike. Um, uh, I'm sorry, two action um, one inch punch. Okay. Uh, attack here with a key strike powered by key strike. Powered right. by key. Good luck. Oh, 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 so close. With a 42. With a 40, uh, 42 Dude. plus one, because the key strike is a 43, is Three. a critical success. That might be Ooh. the highest you've ever rolled. Nice. So let's do nice. damage nice. and critical damage. High low. So let's see here. So 50 <gasps> points of damage, seven what? points of key damage, of force damage, I should say. 57. Oh, wait, it's a critical. So that's another one of these. That's nine more. 66 damage total. 66 damage. He is a fortitude save, please. God dang, that's a massive blow. And he has 1d10 persistent fire damage. All right, fortitude save. This is for the stunning effect. I'm sure he passed with a 38, but he's got persistent damage. And that's a critical success if it matters. Okay, it doesn't. All right. Okay. Uh, and the D10 persistent fire. Got it on him. We just hear bone crunching. And he's already slowed for his next turn, I believe, from someone else's effect. Uh, no, that already, that or round Or is it someone else? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was two actions. I have one more action, and I'm going to do a flurry of blows. Yeah! Get it! <laughs> Oh wait, I need to do the third one twice, I'm sorry. Ignore that first one. 
That is a, a 17 to hit, and a, thir- a, a 19 to hit, and a 33 to hit. A 17 to hit's a miss, a 33 is a hit. Woo! Right. Misses one, smack with the other. Bob and a weaving. An additional 24 points of damage. You have Ooh. destroyed that guy. Oh, wow! Nice so, single round. So I hit him, man. I do an uppercut. Part of my fist comes through as he explodes from within, and I just keep wailing. And I turn to the other one and I say, I know you don't know who we are, but you're about to. <laughs> Palik, your turn. Top that. Wasn't, oh yeah, he just got killed. Nice. Uh, He's in goo before you. I'm gonna move back, I'm gonna move into this room and uh, flank this other guy. I'm assuming I can like squeeze past you already. Sure, let's do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh man, I can't, that's really cuts off my vision. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna strike twice with my rapier. Uh, a 40, Ooh. total of 40. 40 is a critical hit. And wow. Guys are rolling. Literally going to top that. Uh, 78. Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. Holy <laughs> moly. Oh, yeah, what's this? <laughs> that is brutal backstabbing gore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's just and, the first uh, attack. Yep, and I'll do a second one. Which she uh, whispers. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for uh, 29. 29 is a hit. Nice. For uh, 29 more points of damage. Oh, oh my God. Man. <laughs> Almost slaughtered him in a single round. Those are huge rolls all the way around. Great yeah. job. All right, Sildren, top that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sildren is going to step into this room with everybody else, get out of the way. So Sildren's going into the room that's to our west that has the single uh, creature and getting kind of back in the corner here and will recall knowledge. It's, it's okay, I, I got these three. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can make a nature roll. And Brenros just go into the room and close the door behind him. A <laughs> uh, total of 40. Wow. 40 is uh, really good. You get two bits of information. Do you want to know uh, defensive stuff, their uh, attack capabilities? Do you want to know some of their special abilities? What do you want to know? Uh, defense and special ability would be my uh, choice one and two. All right, Uh, they have an armor class of 27 and start with 135 hit points. Uh, Special abilities, 
they have their speed surge, which they can move uh, up to twice their speed for just a single action. Uh, and their speed is 50 foot flying, so they can haul butt. Uh, they have their draconic frenzy, which has happened already, which is two uh, two actions for a triple attack. They have a the the ice breath, and what you know from this is it does 86 plus four cold damage explodes in an area. Uh, it also can only be used uh, once every one d6 rounds. So once they use it, it can take quite a while, or it might come up the next round. You don't know, but it's not every turn for sure. Okay. Um, all right, I think Sildren's done. Yeah. Oh, done. but Shunka's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've got an animal companion. That's awesome. Uh, and so this is weird. Uh, I'm in there with Sildren, and I don't have Shunka as a token. Uh, but he's going to come in and attack the uh, the the quorum guard here. That's it, the single one that's in the room, and try and no way is he going to top that. But uh, we're going to go ahead. Be and able make. to finish him off. He does get. Sildren gave him an action, so he gets um, an an extra action. Um, so he'll get two attacks, I believe. No. No. Attack, right? uh, minions can only ever do two actions. Okay. It's it's been a while since you've done an El Campeon. It's fine. It has. Uh, twenty-seven to hit. Twenty-seven is a hit. Sweet. Uh, so Shunka hits. <gasps> yeah. No. No. It's a twenty-six with the agitated, frightened condition Dear. that Sunka has. Uh, I had already added it, so it should be calculating in there. It is oh, calculated. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, You're good. It's calculated. Nice. Sweet. Um, all right. So I need to find Jaws. There we go. Draws blood, and that goes away now. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, for a mere 17 points of damage. Nice. Is it still alive? It yeah. is destroyed by Shunka. <laughs> okay. nice. nice. First attack by the wolf. Just like, Shunka just, just grabs a hold of it, shakes, like shakes a wing and like pulls it down and just like latches on top of it. And I will go ahead and get rid of that um, afraid, frightened effect. Done. Nice. Speaking of afraid, be very afraid, everyone, for it is Xander's turn in a tight corridor. And why do you think I'm in the another room completely? He's in the corner, in the fetal position. You didn't it's not close like the I've door. Got chaotic though. wild magic coursing through my veins right now. <laughs> Wait, it is. Xander will cast a piercing. I'm so sorry, my dude. Uh, I'm in front of you fireball. too. Okay, that's good. Right on top of your butt. Right after roll. Uh, it'll be a reflex save. Do I, just, uh, just so him, Tom, real quick question. Should I put the spell into the chat so I can make the circle or do I draw a circle? Uh, it, the, the, the chat one doesn't work quite yet right now. So <laughs> go ahead and just draw it so we know. Cool. It's horrible. Oops, this thing. This put thing. On me. Starting here to believe that's some help? 20 feet. That's interesting that we can see that, but we can't see any uh, tokens. <laughs> does that blow into a room space that we can't see and could potentially do extra stuff? Uh, it could, yeah. It's oh, a fireball. Okay. It's a fireball. All right. Glad we're so not in an orphanage. Palik <laughs> and these three Colium dragon guards need to make reflex Piercy. saving throws. Percy, I'm sorry. Percy. 
reflex. AC, by the way, is 29. 33, and I have uh, evasion, so it's a critical success. Good on ya. Uh, I have a fail, a fail, and a success. So Fantastic. what's the damage? So with this one, uh, because of my chaos magic, it's heightened. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this. It's a critical success, Piercy. Holy shit. Oh, that's a lot of six-sided dice. That is 62 points of flame damage. I suspect they may be vulnerable to fire damage, too. I also suspect such things. (laughs) I always suspect such things. (laughs) (laughs) The cold Brenros is just... 62 uh, fire damage. They so take if, a, a little bit of additional damage uh, from this heated blast for sure. Boom, huge flame goes erupting all over the place as you let loose this chaotic magic that was triggered way back on the other island from the uh, fallen statue. Now, here's what's going to happen, boys and girls. I have imported into our VTT just for my my benefit of joy, and I can see us getting much value out of this, <laughs> a rollable chart that rolls wild <laughs> magical effects, and it has 10,000 of them within it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Holy cow. There's got to be some really good and really bad ones in there. I'm going to roll a few of these and then pick the best two that will apply to Xanner. You have a thousand-sided die? (laughs) That one's got to apply. Did you say a thousand or ten thousand? Ten thousand of these. Okay, ten (laughs) thousand. Okay, we are going to do three of them because they're so delightful. (laughs) All right, number one. uh, Both of these are going to affect uh, Piercy. What? Why? I I didn't get any damage. You exactly. uh, Oh yeah, you you you, it's chaotic though. It's chaotic magic. Uh, Piercy, you feel absolutely 100% sure that uh, Xanner has is wearing your clothes. Okay. <laughs> Look how shiny and blue! I got my own little tabard! You are absolutely sure of that. In addition... That's awesome. <laughs> Xanner... You need to make a fortitude saving throw equal to your own spell DC of 29. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Which should not be easy for you. Oh, I got a 26. Uh, 26, and shoot! Xanner is completely encased in ice. Piercy starts to laugh at that and laugh and then start coughing more and coughing with the laugh. And Piercy, you cough up and disgorge a small replica of this southern, of uh, this northern fort onto the ground made of porcelain. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. 
We'll Apparently play this, you we'll have this out in, in front of the gift shop at Port Rising, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know the value of it at the time. Always going shopping. <laughs> I visited Major North's Fortress. <laughs> my, my prescient planner backfired. Yes. Polik uh, cannot see any of this, but really wants to give uh, uh, Yaru and Sildren a high five. Xander, uh-huh. <laughs> I think you're done, or you got something else going? No, Xander, you're locked frozen. in. Never mind. Xander's Toast. All right, no. there is a uh, Colium guard who is going to fly. Oh, I just took everybody. Who is going to? Oh my God! Where? How do I do this? There we go. Who is going to fly over towards Xanner next to Brenrose, but fly past ben, Brenrose to Xanner and do his triple attack on you? <laughs> and stabs away. Come on, Tom, get some rolls. Here we go with a 35. Oh, it hits. Does the Xander. ice do anything for him? Yeah, do I get AC because I'm encased in ice? You get the following. It does a total of 36 points of damage, God. Uh, which is huge, uh, and four of which was cold. So it will uh, you will absorb that. You take 32 points of damage. Ow! Um, a second attack, yes, Brenros? Uh, Brenros uh, would like to react with his retributive strike, and he lashes out at the creature. Go for uh, it. This consumes a reaction and will prevent, what are we at? We're at two, 11, 13 points of damage will be prevented. Woo, thank you. And I will attack, where's my attack? There it is. Hold on. Sorry, my screen is messed up. Keep it going. Rolling. Comes. I love that die. 34 is a hit. Roll your damage. Rolling damage. Rolling damage. There we go. There's a damage of 12 points. It is not undead, I'm imagining. It is uh, not undead. So not. That. 12 damage. The guard strikes a second time at you, Xanner. Also hits with your cold resistance, does 24 points of damage. Ow! And Brenros can't do anything because your uh, reaction's gone. It then lashes out with its tail, and that is absolutely a miss. It is your turn, Sir Brenros. That reaction recharges, and you're ready to go. Fantastic. Uh, I'm up here with. I'm up here with him. Uh, does it appear like Xander can be moved? Xander uh, might be able to be moved. He looks super heavy, uh, but possible. Uh, Renneros will step forward and shove Xander <laughs> down a little bit if I can. All right. You push Xander. He slides 20 feet uh, with this ice. <laughs> And also makes a big thud as he falls prone. <laughs> but he is well away from that Colium guard. Were there right. any cracking noises? <laughs> we'll say there's a little bit of cracking. Huh? A little bit of cracking. Great. But Brendos, that took a, a uh, two now. actions. One to move yeah, and one actions. to push. Uh, two actions. And uh, I'll go ahead and take a swing at this guy. Go for it. We'll go ahead and do that. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, screen's in the way again. Attacking is 
35 is a hit. 35. Woo! And damage. <clears throat> and there's your damage. 14. 14, okay. The next up is uh, one of the two uh, uh, other remaining guys who are around uh, Piercy. It moves behind you to gain uh, flanking and then does its triple attack on poor Yasoki Swashbuckler. With its ice uh, spear, it stabs you for 36 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. You have been hit for... 35 points of damage. Okay. And then it strikes again with a 33 to hit. Um, yeah, that hits. For 31 points of damage. These are big when they hit. Jeez. Okay, you've got a shield. That's with the shield. And a 29 to hit with its tail. No. Ow. Oh, almost got you with all three. Brenros, your damage was 12, you said? Uh, it was 14. the last one was 14. Okay. Um, and then the other guard next to you, Piercy, is going as well. And he is doing a triple attack on you. Here he comes. Piercy could be in some trouble, boys and girls. Natural 20 solidifies oh. what I just said. <gasps> Hang on, Piercy. Oh, not bad. 45 points of piercing and cold damage. Second attack is a 25 to hit. No. Thank goodness. And the last tail strike. Uh, he makes himself flat-footed with a natural one, and I believe Ooh. triggers something, or is that uh, police? Post. Is that you? Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna take a free shot at him, and I have. Here we go. Woo! Get him back. Forty. Forty is a critical hit. Nice. Nice. There you go. Not bad for a reaction. <laughs> 41 points of damage. 41? That's great. I have 41. That oh, was the critical. one to the north? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Done. And it is then your turn, Piercy. It's my turn. Um, so, so this huge fireball came at Piercy. He ducked <laughs> and, and dived out of the way to get no damage and pops his head back up. And looks down beyond Brenros at Xanner and looks down at himself and then back at Xanner <laughs> and down at himself and back at Xanner. Hey, Xanner, why, why are you wearing my clothes? And uh, it's, it's no time. It's no time. It's we's a fight. And, <laughs> and then he spits up this ceramic porcelain. Uh, little gift shop model of the fortress we're in. Uh, that's a vid, and then all of a sudden <laughs> he's getting pummeled by. <laughs> this is the weirdest day ever for Piercy. And uh, but the last one misses, and the, and Piercy gets an opportune repost and said, "Nah, now it's my turn." And um. We'll do a normal strike at the one to the north of him. And that's going to be 34. Yep. 34 is a hit. Okay. 
And then it's going to be nice uh, 16 points of damage. 16 damage. Um, he's going to take... And that's fire damage, too, for some of it, so... Some of it is. Oh, good point. I'll make note of that. Keep going. Six for fire. Got it. Um, and that previous damage is... The flame well. burns. On oh, the previous damage as well. Yep. He is barely hanging in there. Okay. Um, I'll take another shot at him. He tries to parry it with his ice spear. But he does. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a 21. Okay. Um, One action left. And then he'll use uh, finisher for the last... 22 damn 22 is a failed missed finisher but it's the confident finisher it is so i still get the roll damage precision damage 11 finishes him off yes <laughs> wow oh you like how does that work what does that look like that that failed finisher but still connects what does that look like um it's it's like he's he's going for like a critical area, but but the the opponent moves out of the way, but he still gets hit pretty bad. He gets a big slice instead of like a a jab into an organ. He just gets a big slice into an mm. artery. All right, like, like drawing the sword back. Yeah, Yaru, you're in the side chamber, not too far away from these two remaining uh, guards. What are you gonna do? Um, so I was gonna go up that corridor that the guy kind of came and snuck us, but I'm just going to step out. Um, I want to use a full move action if possible to flank somebody here. Oh, I already am. Well, I'm not flanking. Um, if I use a full, can I use one action and get to right here to flank yep. with Piercy? Sure can. I shall do that then. Do you guys remember when we first started this for like the t first 10, 12 uh, like adventures, flanking just wasn't a thing at all. And once yeah. you guys realized it, you're like, oh God, yeah, flanking. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna flank here with Piercy and with my last two actions, um, I am go, or is this the dead guy or wait? No. Oh no, this is a new guy. Oh, sorry. He's alive so and well. Very sorry. I will do another one inch punch. Okay. To a two-actioner, if you will. And a 34. 34 is a hit. All right. 34. And I just, like, tap him on the shoulder, and I say, hello. Boom. 25 Ooh, points of damage. Another big hit. He was not expecting. It takes a big hit, and some of that is fire. He takes additional flaming damage because of your flaming... Uh, your flaming. Uh, yes, that's uh, two points of flaming damage, and he does have to make a fortitude save. Oh, that's right. For your rare... Just every time I punch someone, they have to. Possible. Uh, oh, maybe 28. Oh, I think it's a 24. Four for the stunning fist. Okay. Um, I'll get back to you. Moving on, Palik. Um, In the side I, chamber. Yes, and I am going to go up and out the door up above with... Do, 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 I don't know where anybody is. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's against my class DC. Um, 
So he failed. And what does that mean? So he is stunned one. Stunned one. Sweet. Ah, okay. Um, can I do that? I can only get to right there. And I, I was all three moves to do that. So I am done. Sildren hiding in the side room in the corner <laughs> with your uh, Washunka. Yep. So Sildren will. <laughs> Shit. Step out right into chaos. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's going to go. No. Uh, God. No. <laughs> yeah, he'll go right there and then he's going to extend his hand out towards Piercy. And Piercy will be on the receiving end of a level five, four, level four heal. Level four heal. Two, three, four. Piercy will receive a total of 62 healing points. And then Shulka comes racing out and will... You got to be careful with the walls. Yeah. I'm helping you. And then the intention is to come around and... Um, even though Sildren didn't attack, since Sildren's in melee range, would Shunka get flanking? Ooh. If Shunka's on the other side of Sildren from the Colium uh, Guard? Colium Guard? Uh, yes, flanking, okay. yes. As long as you are within uh, your zone of control, if you will, uh, you have the capability of doing it. Okay. Uh, and I think Shunka could do that with 40 feet of movement. Sounds good to me. And Shunka will attack. With a thirty-four to hit. To hit. What's the what's the damage? The damage on that is where the hell is it? That's button. Well, it's it's weird for Shunka. Um, There we go. Uh, we'll do 15 points of damage. Okay. Nice. But how oh. does Shunka's special ability work with a flying creature? Uh, he's not flying at the moment. Oh, then that creature is knocked prone yeah. by Shunka's attack. Nice. Uh, Shunka just basically barrels, like kind of runs around it and then just leaps and barrels right into him. Do you um, have an action to spend? Isn't that it's it's automatic? Any any hit? No, no, no. If you open up Wolf Trip, it says one action. The wolf automatically knocks the target of its jaw strike prone. Oh, um, I thought it was just if it hit. No, I don't have an extra. Okay. Um, so it's a hit, but it just doesn't get knocked prone this time. Very you good. just got to kind of be set for that one. All right, Xanner. I made a block of ice. Make an athletics roll. <laughs> I can do that. I just I have a fancy new bracelet to help me with that. Yeah. Just need a twenty-seven. How about oh. a thirty-two? Thirty-two, like the Incredible Hulk, but really small. Xander smashes <laughs> out of the ice. You are on your back in uh, this 
frozen carbonite trying to figure out if that's chewy <laughs> touching you and what do you want to do with your remaining two actions so he's uh, still in the block of ice and he's got two it's, arms yeah, yeah it's just his hands <laughs> and his legs <laughs> <laughs> like it, his breath has been like heated by his elemental power so he can uh, move his mouth and his hands so he can cast spells that is exactly what is happening right now <laughs> oh, so you have you have feet arms and yeah and you can barely talk yep that's about That's what awesome. we're going for. Xander will cast out a uh, flaming sphere oh, right underneath the uh, the the guy that the the what is it called? The Colium Guard that's surrounded by Sildren and uh, Shukin and uh, Brenrose. Okay. Right do you have it. access to that actor, or do you need me to drag it in? Oh, I do. I forgot about this one. Hang on. Your hands have to be able to touch for this spell. <laughs> Does it work? I'm trying to drag it in. It's not dragging. Okay, I'll drag it. Living sphere! Well, there it is. Yeah, I'll just put it to the side so we can kind of see where it's at. Done. All right, and then he has to make a, re- a reflex or something? What happens? Yeah, I can't never remember. Reflex saving throw. Uh, that is a miss with a 26. Awesome, bears! Which means he's, he's going to take all the damage, which is in the other button for the friggin'. Hang on. Just sit there, right. bird. We're still figuring out this this virtual table. Ooh, I missed it. I'm coming back. Right oh my the, goodness! Right, flaming sphere. Flaming sphere. Ah! Sixteen points of flame damage. All right, with sixteen points of flame damage, additional flame is dealt to him, and he burns. And I believe you are done. It is. It is his turn. And he's what happens? Take, he's going to take two points of continuous good damage right now. He is. Yep, from my retributive strike. Oh, I don't like that at all. And what's happening with the sphere? <laughs> if he ends his turn in its space, with the flaming sphere. How does it work? Does he end? How does it trigger again? Oh, no, you sustain oh, I, it. You I sustain, sustain it. it. Yeah, yeah. I keep mixing that up. All right. He is going to strike at the wolf, Shunka. Uh, he is not slowed, uh, stunned. That's the other guy. He's going to do a triple attack. Shunka has been oh, 22 to hit with this miss. ice spear, then a 33 to hit. 33 will hit. Renos is going to interfere. Uh, that's 31 points of piercing and cold to the wolf. Okay. Minus uh, remove 13 points of damage from the wolf. And Brenros will lash out. I can't see my... 28 screen. is a hit. 28 is it? Uh, I'm guessing the, uh, the uh, persistent damage doesn't stack. So... No. There is more damage for you. 20 points of damage added on top. 20 points of damage, you slay the creature. Um, Right as it delivers its blow, you stab it through the heart and drop it. It's not even a a matter of Brynros really doing anything. Brynros leans back to swing, but the creature disappears out of sight as this animal just just tears it apart. <laughs> and then it's your turn, Brynros. Uh, 
Uh, then we will step up here. I'm guessing I can get past Polite there. Uh, we'll take a slice of the creature. The last one remaining. Last one remaining for a 26 is probably 26 miss. just misses. Just misses. Uh, and then we'll brace and raise a shield. Okay. It is that guy's turn. He is determined to slay Piercy. He is stunned. He loses some actions, though. He is going to fly around you, uh, Piercy, and then do a single attack on you to try and get away from this mass of surrounding people with a 34 to hit. I'm assuming that's a hit. Renrose will Um, interfere. Piercy, do you get stabbed? Again? (laughs) Are you able to? You're a little far away from him. I get, uh, typically he would be, but he is within my extended reach, which is 15 feet. What? Christopher, wow. Christopher feeded that sucker up. <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, so a quick slash. This is just the retributive. This is not the big one. Uh, 27 to hit. 27 is a hit. What's your damage? Damage. Retributive. 12 points of damage and two continuous past this. Slays that guy from 15 feet away. Holy energy lashes out and slays him, although you still do get uh, hit with with reduced damage. Yes, Um, that took 13 points. So that's 12 damage to you, Piercy, total. Okay. All of the creatures are slain as you're in this hallway with a new wolf companion, a flaming sphere, and a Xaner popsicle, a Xanacle, if you will, as you guys are inside this fortress covered in snow, surrounded by dragonkin, and we will stop there for tonight. Thank you, uh, everyone, for uh, tuning in. This was an absolute blast, and we will see you next time. <laughs>